this is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. Yeah, are you? Are you? And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. Mm. This week, we're hanging out in the old treehouse and then uh. falling to our deaths and dying as we watch Spine 356 in the Criterion Collection. Jane Campion, sweetie, from mm-hmm. 1989. But first, RJ. Mm-hmm. How you how you feeling about this thirty degree weather every day for I don't even know how long it's been. It's this is like last summer, but just later. How hot is it? Thirty plus every day. Oh, at least I in see. the at least in the nights it cools off. It does cool off. You know, we're uh, we're we're becoming like a desert, Jarrett. You know, over <laughs> thirty in the day, under ten at night. We were always a desert. Yeah, but we were a tropical Remember, desert for a while. You know about memes and there's like always was. Oh, I'm, I see. I'm, I'm the other astronaut. Oh, you're both astronauts in that scenario. I'm I'm the pizza pie moon. Pizza pie. In the moon. Uh, yeah, it sucks ass, man. It sucks ass. You know what it is? <laughs> well, you Usually... know what? It definitely is, is better if you have uh, air conditioning, probably. I mean, I'm getting used to just sweating my yeah. my stuff all day. Your all stuff. Night. Your funk. It actually, it, the house is fine until like... 6 p.m. Yeah. to yep. or 10 p.m. That's what it's mean, like. You mean while we record? Yeah, yeah. Should I turn my fan on in here? Do you think that? Would, uh, do you think that'll help cool it'll, me it'll, down? It'll, it'll add to the ambiance. It's a free podcast. This, hey, I was just saying. People before, can't complain. Uh, RJ threw thrown down the the challenge that we can wrap this up in an hour. We can definitely we'll, get it done. We'll call, we'll call it a summer special because nobody wants to be listening to this podcast at this point in time. But you know what? I think people will be really sad. Like the, the shorter we go, I bet you there's people who are like, oh, it's only like two hours and ten minutes this week. For every person that is sad that it's too short, there are fifty people that don't comment that they're happy that it's not as long as normal. Yeah. I believe we could ease. I mean, it's it's really easy. We just set, we, we can do pole. two hours. It's seven nineteen right now. At nine nineteen, hmm. we just pull the plug. Doesn't matter where we are. Even if you're just starting to talk about Sweetie, you're like, "Yeah, this is a, this is a movie." And then we go, "Oh, it's nine nineteen. See you guys later." Yeah, smell you later. Smell you later. We decide, Jared. We can, we, we control their narrative. We control their narrative too. We decide when videos get put on YouTube. That's we decide. Right. Mm-hmm. We decide. That's right, Jared. Not maybe, them. Maybe it won't happen this week. Maybe it'll never <laughs> happen again. Never happened last week. So. Nope. Yeah, maybe YouTube's just dead forever. No, no one even cares. No one comments. Yeah, I thought. Well, a lot of the videos have comments taken off, right? No. Or just some of them. Oh. Just the controversial ones. Mm. I don't know. I, I I I haven't had to deal with a one like that for a long time. Well, unless, oh. unless you're uh, fighting some no, sort I... of uh, shadow war over there. I mean, I haven't looked at that for a while. I think the last one I looked at, I think the comments were turned off, but I can't remember what it was. (laughs) Something that we didn't need people talking to us about. What was it? Probably, I don't know. I don't fucking know. doesn't matter. doesn't matter, Jared. It's hot. You know? Mm. How do you beat the heat in the summer? How do you cool down? How do I simmer? Yeah. Do you ever go for an ice cream? Yeah, ice creams are a pretty good way of beating beating the heat. What's your go-to Dairy Queen? No. What about swirls? You ever been to no. swirls? I, 
No, I don't, I don't fuck around with that shit, man. Why not? You know what's in your order pretty good? Hmm. Uh, Rolo drumsticks. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Do you just go to the gas station and get a single out of the out of the chest well, freezer, they, or do you buy the box from the grocery buy, store? Buy a little box of four. Okay. There's a long hey, way. You know, I tried to find your spicy ketchup chips, and uh, they were nowhere to be found. The, so, yeah, uh, that, that would be difficult to find spicy ketchup chips, because that wasn't what I... Uh, spicy salt and vinegar. There you go. Yeah, I tried to find those, and uh, they were nowhere to be S- found. Save on. I went to save on. It was empty. Someone uh, must have bought them all up. They heard. We're they bought out. them all up? Fuck. Yeah. Well, this Probably. is this, this is the uh, the patio season. Uh, this I, is people, people like barbecuing. They like eating yeah. their, those chips, or or there's just something something's wrong in the house of old Dutch. I imagine Rob Eagle probably did something, got them all bought up. You know what I mean? It's, it's possible. He's he does things. Actually, like I'm, I'm a little startled here. There's there's no email from Rob Eagle. He's too busy eating chips, I imagine. I, I mean, you mean fries? To be eating chips, not fries. He's English. We we know. We know. How come you don't go to Swirls? You should try it out. Get a Swirl cone. Aren't these places like exceptionally expensive for what you get? No, a Swirl cone's like four dollars or something, and it's like this big. I almost never finish it. That's how big those cones are. Sounds like bullshit. I almost never finish it. Really? I'm I'm not kidding. It's like this big, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, yeah, it's fucking huge. It's like five dollars or something like that. I don't know. It's just now the price just grew. It's, it's like six or seven bucks. Like I don't know. It's. Well, it's I'm, um, I'm also be getting a blizzard. Uh well, I mean, it depends. Sometimes I don't want a blizzard. Sometimes I want a swirl cone. Well, so yeah, blizzards used to be like what for a large six bucks. Yeah, I think it's it's a bit more now than that. They have their version of blizzards too. I think they're called. Um, <laughs> tundras <laughs> i i actually i think it, it's something like that it's like arctic crash or something something like that swirls mm-hmm. lethbridge it's arctic something i don't know i i fucking uh peterson should have been all over this he should have been checking out swirls well, maybe he is maybe he is we haven't gotten we, his email we haven't we haven't okay i'm on their website i'm almost there okay. this is what this is what they have it they have soft serve they have hard serve they have parfaits and supremes they one of their supremes is fudge mountain that sounds good they also have a mini donut ice cream thing that's cool sundays arctic swirls arctic swirls sure there you go i'm not gonna read this because i feel like it could come up in the future but milkshakes floats icebergs don't know what that is slushies and novelties jared they have novelties novelties too like a frozen chocolate covered banana a bluth banana jared wow you can get a bluth banana you ever been in that fancy ice cream store milkman you ever been there i've heard about it it's pretty good isn't that the good. isn't that the cookie place too uh no that's a separate location cookie place is downtown near um festival square you know about festival square jared no, no. Uh, it's uh, across from like Telegraph I, I know in exactly, Gold Gardens. I know, I know exactly okay. where it is. We were like, do you know about it? I was like, no, I no, don't, I don't. Uh, I don't know about that life. Milkman's near Pops Pub South. So when you go get your ice cream, there's always lots of Pops Pubs dudes uh, sitting outside having their ciggies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, having, having, a, having an ice cream cone. Having an ice cream cone and cig, <laughs> draft beer. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Is that what you're? You sound like a little wistful. You're kind of like, man. 
I want to be that Pops Pub guy. I do want to. If I wasn't here right now, I'd be getting uh, some uh, a pound of wings for like, I don't know, maybe a discounted price for a Wednesday. But not as much as you'd like. Not as discounted as I would like, no. No, not like the old days where it was like a pound of wings for like, I don't know, three bucks. Three bucks. Yeah, and now I find uh, wing Wednesdays, they're always like real skinny ass wings. You know they're, what I mean? Well, like they're, all, not, they're not real wings. wings. Wings are always shit at these restaurants. They're, 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 yeah. If you get them off, like when they're not discounted, I got wings on like a Friday once and they were pretty good. <laughs> they, they, so. they, they save those up for the Friday diner? Maybe. No. This just in, I got a targeted ad from Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, limited edition, Cinefuego Toast Crunch. Fuego. So these are spicy Cinnamon Toast Crunches. Are you are you interested? No, not not in Cinnamon Toast Crunch Fuego. Uh, I do like, uh, yeah, I'll take those on some tackies or something. But not on Cinnamon Toast Crunch? No. You Would you eat them with milk? Why would, no. Oh. Do you want me to send you this? Next year I'm going to be saying how good hummus is. Uh, would you not like hummus? I don't like I don't like the taste of chickpeas, I, I don't think. But hummus is just like garlic, you know? Yeah. You don't like chickpeas? Chickpeas are awesome. No. I put chickpeas in my They're chili. Not. They are. Nope. It's like, it's it's no different from They're, like any bean. No, they they have a particular flavor. I just like, oh, chickpeas, huh? You know, I've seen some comments on the podcast that say that you have a particular flavor. Uh, that of a chickpea? I'm a, yeah. I'm the chickpea of podcasters. They're like, this guy's like a living chickpea. And it's like, oh, wow. See, I don't think anyone's ever said that because uh, I'm, I, I'm apparently alone on being, uh, at best, agnostic on chickpeas. Ign- like you acknowledge their existence, I but you're not sure. But, 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 but you're not sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm indifferent to them. I don't want it. Okay. I don't, I don't want anything to do with it. Okay. But, okay, that's fine. It doesn't, and it's like, I'm, it doesn't matter how good it is. It's just like, can't get past that that chickpea flavor. Interesting. Very strange. Uh, it's, like, I, it's like avocado, though. Do you not like avocados? No. I saw a thing the other day that every avocado has an individual flavor, and it can either be like it's either butter or lime or salty or like creamy. Like there's all or, these different. But. Or but but is one of the the sixty nine flavors. Um, nice. <laughs> Uh, but it's all depending on where they're grown or something and the water they get in. So they, oh. avocados can have a variety of flavors. Yeah. Sometimes I get them and they just don't taste like anything. Yeah. I'll, I'll be curious to hear from the rest of uh, Creeps Nation of their their thoughts on chickpeas. I uh, I mean, I'm not mad. I get at it. You. There's people. There's people who love hummus. I get it. Uh, yeah, I like hummus. Lo- and lo- I... Loved ones make hummus, and yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm glad people like it, but. I eat it and I just go. I don't know. I'd rather have something else. <laughs> I really like having um, uh, chickpeas in my chili, which I mentioned before. But uh, see, now, now you, I just know. I mean, I haven't even had your chili, so now I really, uh, now, I, now I just don't want it at all. I made it once. I think I offered you some, and I think you said to blow it out my ass or something. Well, is is it, was were these shingles chilies? No. Well, maybe. I don't know. It could have been. been. It could have been. Could have been. Hey, you haven't made me any snickerdoodles in a long time. What's going on? What's up, bud? I haven't baked. Go bake me some cookies, slave. <laughs> yo. Yo. Hey, yo. Bake me some cookies. No. ASAP. Well, let's see if there's any cookies waiting for us in the mailbag, RJ. Oh, yeah. We'll get this done in five minutes easy. Yeah. Flat. See? 
No, no problem. <laughs> You're a part of the problem. Mm-mm. You want to hear from Oliver Granger? No. Okay. Okay, moving on. Moving along. Uh, we got uh, a new emailer. Oh, shit. Uh, Kai. K- Kai? K-A-I-W. K-A-I-W? Yeah. I think that's Kawai. This is W. K-A-I-W. But, but it's a different initial. It's K-A-I-W. A- uh, the internet says that's not a name, so nice well, try. Well, well, it's a it's it's a first name and a, the first initial of the last name. So oh, so it's Kai. Yeah, Kai, Kai Witzky. Kai, Kai W. Sure. Sure. Okay, what's up with Kai? With an email entitled "Taco Time U.S. is Uh-oh. in Alberta," I was Uh-oh. wrong. Oh. Hey creeps. Yeah. Long time listener and first time emailer. I have to hmm. say. I was taco time baited into going the other week because of the name <laughs> drops RJ gives on this podcast. Uh, excuse me. I don't think I was the one that brought up taco time. I believe you were the one who brought up taco time. Well, I, I think you talk about it more than me. Well, it's a matter of, it's like a matter of opinion, man. And but okay. I found it vile. I'm in Seattle, so maybe it's a, a different Taco Time franchise. I think it is. I, I, well, I don't know. But I'll they but they put sweet pumpkin seeds in their tacos and it made the taco too white even for me. It somehow made me regret not driving the extra mile to Taco Bell. Yeah, that isn't a thing. I've never heard of something like that. That sounds insane. Yeah, that is. I think there's like, so there's like Taco Time Northwest. Which, yeah, which is different than. So I'm on, yeah, I'm on the Seattle Taco Time Northwest. The pictures look the same, and the tots look the same. They got soup in one of these pictures. That's weird. Um, Wild. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the pictures look similar, but uh, yeah, we don't definitely don't got no pumpkin seed action. No. It's like, oh, they got crustos too. Hmm. They got, they got, they got crustos. Yeah, there, there is, there is not a sweet pumpkin seed or pumpkin seed anywhere near cre- I think cre- Creepsville Taco Times. I think someone was just messing with this dude. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> they saw him coming. They said, look at this fucking guy. Let's put some pumpkin seeds in his uh, taco. Yeah, that's crazy. I've been wondering for a while what your opinions on Tom Cruise are. You've mm. spoken about some of his movies in the past, but I haven't heard a full character assassination from you guys yet. Yet. I mean, that's a little bit... I think he's he's leading the uh, interrogation how, with that. How did David... Oh, yeah. Is that is that some uh, true crime documentary rubbing off on you? Investigator he's trying to coerce... He's trying to coerce a, uh, a uh, confession. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell. All right, Mr. Defense Attorney. Yeah, I can tell. Totally coerced. Yeah. None of it's tangible. Coerced. Mm. Coerced. Mm. Mm. Yeah, what was he saying? How did David Miscavige uh, allow him to star in a film as gay as Interview with the Vampire? Do you think he knew what he was mm. doing, or was he just being himself? Does RJ truly enjoy the pumpkin seeds? Yeah, RJ, do you enjoy these pumpkin <laughs> seeds? I mean, I don't mind pumpkin seeds like as a snack on its yeah, own. I, I mean, I didn't realize you love Taco Time so much, and that you I, love pumpkin, let alone pumpkin seeds. <laughs> I, I've had pumpkin seeds on their own, and I like them, and I like Taco Time sauce quite a bit. People are getting confused. Jarrett 
is the taco time guy. He go he goes so frequently that one time he went in there and his meal was waiting for him. They just knew he was going to be there. And that's a true story, right, Jared? That happened one time. One, yeah, well, once is enough. Once I have never been to a fast food restaurant where they have the meal prepared for me already. And they're like, here you go, bud. Never. As much as I've well, tried to make I, it happen. I think it's because they, they literally could see me coming toward them from crossing the street. And they yeah, were but they, but they, they knew you don't. Well, they, 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 well my, my order is the same every single time. I know. I know. I know. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Mm. I'm just clearing, clearing I think it, the maybe it's, I think it's maybe the greatest thing. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. So, so tell me about Tom Cruise. Uh, Well, he wanted a character exa- assassination, and I can't do it because I actually think Tom Cruise is an incredible actor. He's the, uh, the last great movie star. Yeah. And like I know he's a, a bit of a different duck as some would say. And I know he has problematic things in his life, but uh, I think Tom Cruise is a terrific actor. Like oh. he, he's awesome. Vanilla sky, Jared. Ooh. Remember oh. born on the 4th of July. Remember that line in that movie, Jared. Mm-hmm. Remember about the babies. Yeah. I know how, you, I know about how you have never killed a baby. You ain't never killed no babies. Uh, yeah, I mean, I get why Tom Cruise uh, gets some hate from people. Uh, yeah, it's I get it. Yeah, there's a lot to dislike there. But I, when I was uh, going through my Tom Cruise watch, uh, mm-hmm. like watching and rewatching, and I was like, man, this guy, he's the just there's not, nothing quite like him. Nope. Nope. He's terrific. Minority Report, terrific. That's a collateral. I'm, I'm not, terrific. See, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Uh, interview with a vampire, all time banger. It's mm-hmm. an all-time banger. Yeah, it's incredibly gay. Maybe he didn't know. Or maybe he didn't care. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe it was the 90s, man. Maybe he was just like, you know, whatever. I can play gay guy once. You know, it's no big deal. I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to say? Also, yeah. since RJ ordered fish tacos. What? <laughs> the only what? thing that kept me sane on a flight from JFK was getting airport fish tacos and three G&Ts. Nothing like getting drunk at the airport to make a flight bearable. Not beating up on RJ. Fish tacos rule. When... Can you help me, Jared? When did I talk... When when was I talking about fish tacos? I mean, so assuming that potentially Kai is confused about our identities, that when he says RJ, he means Jared. I, uh, I, potentially here, I, I think, because I don't know about I don't know when this fish taco talk was happening. I, I think I, <laughs> I think I did mention when we tried to go to that restaurant and we got an order of fish tacos to split, and it took like over an hour. Uh, but like, I mean, that okay. See, I, don't, I did. I, don't, I did bring I don't, that see, up. There you go. See, I, I guess like in my mind, I'm, I'm combining out fish tacos with taco time. So I yeah. guess I guess you are the taco time king. I've never had fish tacos at taco time. I mean, they're, they're not even on the menu anymore. Yeah, that'd be ludicrous. But uh, I do like fish tacos. There you go. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm confused. Have you ever been drunk in an airport, RJ? Um, I wouldn't say like full, like fully loaded, like Herbie fully loaded. Uh, I I've had I've had some drinks at an airport though. Have you ever been Gordy drunk? Ah, Jared, it takes it takes a lot to get Gordy drunk. Gordy's a special thing. Gordy is a special thing. Did you get your uh, Blu-ray yet? I have not. It hasn't shown up. What are you waiting for? 
Keep creeping. Hopefully you won't roast me so hard I never write in again. Well, it's, hard, it's hard to say. I mean, you could write in or you could not. We won't know. P.S. I got really scared when RJ was saying at the end something stupid like Master, and I truly thought he was going to say Master and Commander, but I knew he wouldn't. I had to trust he wouldn't, and he didn't. I was concerned for a moment, though. Again, not beating up on RJ, I promise. What, You're my what, favorite, what is... RJ. You know what I mean? Kai are you, W. Are you ad-libbing? No! Did, did you write this? <laughs> what is going on? I, I don't understand. I'm not roasting Kai. I just don't understand. What, what was I talking whoever, about, Master? Who, whoever they are. Whoever this person is. Um. Well, can you can you help me out? I when was I talking about Masters? I don't understand. I'm Jared, sure. I, I I don't understand. I'm not sure. Kai's, Kai's coming for you though. Well, clearly, Kai, Kai's got your number. He's Kai might have been one of those people that was commenting on my appearance years ago. Perhaps. Maybe, maybe, mayhaps. Well, mayhaps. hopefully, uh, they write back. Maybe, I mean, maybe, sure. maybe shine a light on these things. Like, it is interesting because <laughs> this is like someone's experience in the podcast. It's a, uh, it feels so alien from what we're recording because that's where we record it. <laughs> we don't think about this stuff anymore. Uh, no, it's like Aronofsky always said. Once you create, it doesn't belong to you anymore. Like Woodrow Allen. Wo- Woodrow Wilson. Yeah. Ike Eisenhower. You know him? <laughs> he got busy. Uh, you you want to hear from Oliver Granger yet? Yeah, okay. Okay. I I, I, we could have kept that going. Mm. Yeah, no, it's too late. Unless okay. you edit it, I go, no. Nah, okay. Well, it's too All late. Right. You fucked up, buddy. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I was throwing a swerve. Got to think on your feet in this, um, in, in, in the pod game. Yeah, this professional thing we do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with an email entitled "Jane the Cuckinator Champion." Okay, move on. Next, not, not joining you this week, lads, because it's listed as an Australian film. I was confused by that. Crikey, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to talk with her in a couple of weeks. Uh... What's he, what's he want us to think? He just knows Jane Campion? Wow, well, yeah, they're like neighbors. Because everyone in New Zealand just knows yeah, each other? All of it? Get fucked. Yeah, they all hang out like Sam Neill, Oliver Granger. They're all just hanging out. Taiki Watiti? Get fucked, Oliver Granger. All the hobbits. You can, you can ask, her, ask her about Power of the Dog. Haven't seen the film yet, so we'll update you if I can think of one. But mm. does she have anything to answer for in Sweetie that I should heckle her with? Um... Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, how about Justin Peterson? Oh, how about him? Game Changers. What? Hey, Jaron RJ. What's happening? Mm-hmm. I know you fellas typically stick with your habits, but have you had any routine shakeups lately? No. I had some interesting <laughs> ones. First, for Father's Day, my wife got me a smaller wallet that does not open. But instead, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's uh, not what I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. So, but okay. instead, has three spots to slide money or cards into. 
Yeah, I have a wallet that's actually just like that. I like it. Turns out it is nice not having such a bulky wallet, and uh-huh. I even keep track of it better since it can clip to my keys. Oh, look at that. Look at that, Jared. He he didn't know. He didn't know. Have you ever talked about your like little device you've got on your keys? Never. Do you you can talk about it if you want. So I, I don't I don't this isn't to, <laughs> this isn't to mock RJ, but it, yeah. it, 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 you're very proud of it. I am proud of it. Yeah. And hey, can before you describe what it is, at any point that you've seen it, were you kinda like, I should get one of those? No. Even even in the Not, height of COVID? No. No. Jared. Even when you went into that Arby's and it stunk like rank piss? Yeah. Well, it did nothing to stop that. Well, whoever, it's, it's pissed, so, in, yeah. whoever pissed in there, had either going in or coming out, had to touch that door handle, yeah. is what I'm saying. But then, they, but then they pissed inside, so it was fine going in. And then they probably didn't even need to touch the handles going out, because that's how uh, you, doors going out work. You don't know. That, that, and that's my point. You don't know. Yeah. Someone could have took a shit on that handle the night before, and they just hosed it off with their hand or something. Like, if, if you're lucky, like well, I mean, or or we're talking about a uh, 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 Harvey's in Calgary or something. What did somebody take a shit on a Harvey's? When haven't they? Oh, I see. I yeah. see. Okay. Anyways, okay. proceed. So, uh, when RJ and I uh, convene every once in a while, mm-hmm. uh, when we uh, hit up a, a fast food establishment. Mm-hmm. RJ likes to almost like kind of get in front of me and, mm-hmm. and he likes to produce his keys and then he produces this little like hook. This it's little, like a, it's like a hook. A little yeah. metal a little hook because he wants to be a uh, Captain Hook, I think. Yeah. I think he's playing Captain Hook. And, yep. uh, hook starring Robin he, Williams. He uses to uh, fasten it around the door handle to pull it open. And he goes, see? See that? And he just says it every single time. Say, look mm-hmm. at that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no touch. No touch. What is the what's the hook made out of, Jared? Uh, was it probably like a copper thing? Or... It's copper or brass yeah. or something. And the point is that it it neutralizes itself. It sterilizes itself on mm-hmm. contact. You see? Well, yeah. So that's one thing I've noticed um, at at the the other job. I'll be going back to here pretty soon. Uh, uh-huh. all, all the handles actually are uh, treated this at that like with like a copper brass finish. Because it it self neutralizes eventually. And so. So if you need to open a handle, or it's, it actually has a little nub on it too, so if you need to use an ATM or something, press a button, you can do, 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 do. So you never have to touch anything with your bare hands again. That's right. See? I am. I mean, this is this is like, this, is, this also kind of ties in with the chopsticks thing. I don't like stuff on my hands, man. I don't, I don't know how, how else to explain it. I don't like stuff on my hands. Because it's like, you ever, I mean, oh, clearly. Oh, he I, says this as he touches his face. Yeah, but you know why I can touch my face? Hmm. Because these puppies are clean. Yeah. Because I know exactly what they've touched all day long. All day long. All day long. But it's like, you ever like eat a bunch of Doritos and you wipe your shitty little hands off and you touch your phone or whatever and then it's got Dorito dust on it? Or like, say you go to an Arby's. And you open the door, and then you see someone take a shit on the door handle, and then you're like, oh, man, I just touched my phone. I, I hate when I see that happen. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, I was just touching my phone, and that guy was just shitting on the door handle, and now it's now it's a whole thing. <laughs> oh, okay. So, sorry, Justin. We're, uh, I'm just remembering things. So the other day at the store, uh-huh. this this guy, like, waddles in. He, uh-huh. he, he, and I, he comes in every once in a while. I hadn't seen him for a bit. But he was in like a month or so ago, and then he shows up again, and someone turns to him and goes, 
Oh, how's it going today? Shitty. <laughs> well, I mean, someone asked. Twice. This is the exact same thing. Yeah. His response is that. And you go, okay, no more. Not, no, <laughs> like, hopefully no one asks him ever again how he's doing. I, I want to live in that society where people just don't talk to each other. No pleasantries. No pleasantries. No pleasantries. Okay. I'm with that guy. Okay. Yeah, 100%. Just, just kill dogs and cats all day long and what? run each other over. No pleasantries, what? RJ. There's no respect anymore. You that's, don't not pl- a, that's not a pleasantry. No. That is a cherishment of nature. Nah. Totally <laughs> we'll, different. We'll get rid of that, too. No pleasantries. No, just, totally that, different. We do whatever you want to one another. Yeah, take a piss in an Arby's. Do whatever. Shit, shit on door handles. Shit right on the door handle. Yeah. Go, Do whatever go, feels go, right. Go, go hack a turtle to bits. It's going to say a Washington Cannibal Holocaust once is a great movie. And then uh, slurp on some some turtle organs. Yeah, see, you lost me. You lost me. You had me at shitting on the door handle. Oh, uh, yeah. See? Yeah. No, you can't have it both yet. You can't have it both ways. It's all or nothing. You got to have pleasantries or. The, or it's okay for a guy to just say, everything's well, the, horrible. The world's not black and white, Jared. The world is not black and white. It's gray. It's gray. There is a gray area. Like, like, the, people, <sighs> the, like the people you see shitting on door handles. Yeah. You, you never know. Maybe they just really had to go. Yeah, they're a bit ashen, probably. Had there been action? No. What? Ashen. Ashen? Yeah. You what know, do you mean? The word. Like ashenous. Like they're gray. They're pallid. You know, kind of like a gray, kind of gray skinned. Oh, yeah, they might be ashy. Like some sort of like Morlo- Morlocks. They're probably pretty dry. Yeah, I can't imagine people shitting on door handles moisturize very much. No. They probably, <laughs> like, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I could be wrong. I don't want to make assumptions, but. Glowing green eyes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. Oh, you know, Ashen is the name of a uh, New Zealand video game. It's probably just a bunch of dudes walking around taking advantage of each other. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't know the you don't know the adjective Ashen resembles no. ashes, deathly pale. No. Or uh, uh, first... ooh, I like these synonyms. It's pretty good. Ashy, mm. blanched, cadaverous, doughy, livid, lurid, mm. mealy, pale, pallid. <laughs> Uh, pasty, peaked, Pete, Pete, peaked. Oh, I see. No. Um. Feeling yeah. peaked, RJ. Uh. <coughs> Is it, oh, uh oh. I don't know about that. Uh oh. I someone pissed in here earlier, so it's uh, the air's a little stiff. Sneeze, sneeze that out. Sneeze yeah, it a little out. sour. So, what was Peterson asking? I uh, was talking about wallets. Oh yeah, I got like a skinny wallet. It's wicked. Second, while traveling last week, I discovered a cool new product called Grinds. They look like dip pouches, but instead have flavored coffee in them, and are a great quick way to get some coffee in my system. No, thank you. No? I'm going to pass on that one. You don't don't want a coffee dip pouch? What do you... (laughs) Grinds! Jared, you ever ever put a fat dip in? You ever ever chew tobacco, Jared? I have not. I know you have. Mm-hmm. I have, and the pouches are better because uh, they don't make you sick. But I, Whoa. I would never. This is like one hell of a annoying looking website. The well, I mean, if it's, it's if got, it's a coffee that it, you dip, it, it, it has a 
like a, a a fucking it's like nicotine free banner running along the bottom and just slows their page down. Let me see. It's pulling up. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. What a what what marketing. Woof. Uh. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I try some. Well, see, I was gonna say though, I don't like chew though. Like I, I could, you could do learn the pouches. To, you could learn to love it. Uh, this confuses me a lot. You know well, what you could you do instead? Get the caffeine, but so you want the ritual of the hot coffee, don't you? Well, you know what I'd like. Do you, do you remember jerky chew? Nope. You don't know jerky chew? I don't think so. I'll send I'll send you some because that was what what kids would have. It was a thing called jerky chew, and it was a tin, and it was just like really finely ground beef jerky. And uh, you could use that instead of um, chewing tobacco because you're a kid, you know. Jack Link's Jerky Chew. Here, I'm going to send this your way. You can get uh, a tin on Amazon, and uh, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Uh, it is quite a discount. So uh, I'm sending you this. Um, I, I believe at the corner store, Ugh. they're like two bucks. Okay, no. Jack, so, Jack Link's, huh? Well, I, I, this is just what I found. But on Amazon, it's $80 a tin what so what do you do with this thing yeah it's just meat. super super finely ground to bat, um beef jerky that you you put in like a dip that's fucking stupid well we're talking about finely chewed tobacco yeah but it's like it sounds like it's like pre-chewed it might be but by a machine well people need jobs Jared. Man, I don't know who's what's crazier, the fact that this product exists and there's people who are afraid that that will be taken away because they think that all our foods will be replaced by cricket protein and they're, and they're really mm. afraid. Do you think all those people who are into cricket protein, do you think they just watched like, uh, what's that movie, Snowpiercer and like Soylent Green and they're like, oh God, what's happening? Mm. Like that? Oh. oh. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to coffee dip it. I just like normal coffee. That's what I drink. Finally. Do you yeah. have Hey Dude shoes up there yet? They are as comfy as slippers. But you can wear them out and about. Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude shoes. I'm looking at them. Uh, I can get a pair on Amazon.ca for $80.73. Yeah, they look like slippers. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I feel like these have been around for a long time. They just didn't have that name. We've had versions of these. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're like different. Yeah. Lots of different names and stuff. So we do have them, but uh, I don't own a pair. Jarrett might. I do not. Jarrett likes a good uh, enclosed shoe, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. I like having one pair of shoes at a time, though. Jarrett, have you ever owned a pair of sandals? I have, probably. When's the last time you wore a pair of sandals? Oh. Twelve years ago? Don't your feet get hot? Like in the summertime? No. You know what? The only time my feet ever got burnt and hot is when I was wearing fucking sandals at a fire pit. That's it. Well, yeah, at a fire pit. (laughs) Like the only you time my skin got hot when I was inside the the incinerator and the Nightmare on Elm Street school. Yeah, same difference. Yeah, same yeah, thing. No, that's it. So you know what? I don't, I have no issues. All right. I've got no problems. That's fine. That's fair. It's fine. It's fair. Keep it in nice and neat. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you had any routine shakeups lately, RJ? Uh, 
I mean, no, I don't do anything. <laughs> that's very intentional. Well, you've, you've been digging holes in the backyard. Yeah, I'm doing landscaping stuff, and mm. it sucks. But I mean, it's not really affecting my life mm-hmm. one way or the other. You know, okay. not in that sense. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to think. I don't know. No, I don't have any shakeups. I, I think Jared just changed his brand of underpants. That's pretty big, right? Uh, to, what uh, to that who shall not be spoken? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Hey, dude, underpants. I believe they're called. Oh. Something, seen. something like that. Goat movie question of the week. Yeah. What are Billy Bob Thornton's best movies? Hey, RJ, remember Billy Bob Thornton? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you do you remember Friday Night Lights, Jared? Crazy how he plays polar opposite characters in the Fargo-like movie, A Simple Plan, compared to his role in the Fargo TV show. What are Billy Bob Thornton's best movies? Uh, what about Bad Santa Two? Who who even remembers there was a Bad Santa Two? Not even him, I think. I mean, I think Bad Santa is genuinely good, so I, I might just have to say Bad Santa. Simple Plan is good, too. Sling Blade's okay. Friday Night Lights is good, but he's not really a prominent role in that. You know? What about Armageddon? Yeah, he's pretty good in Armageddon. He's better in Bandits, the Bruce Willis movie. You know Bandits? You know, you all know about Bandits? You guys know about Bl- hey, Bandits? remember The Gray Man? Uh, yeah, apparently it's not doing very well. It's actually, it is at, uh, our, uh, our theater right now, Jared. Ooh. Uh, so you the, could, you, the theater? You could go watch a Netflix movie at the theater here in Creepsville. Would you do it? Would you go? No. I mean, I'm not going. No. You don't want to see that on the big screen? I'm fine. Um, okay. What about the man who wasn't there? Uh... Well, where was he? Uh, he was in the barbershop. Doing what? Barbering. Yeah. No, I don't know about that. I've never seen the man who wasn't there. Really? That's, no. That's, that's a hole in your Coen Brothers game. Uh, I mean, I got a lot of holes in a lot of places. You know what I mean, Jared? Well, we should have that looked at. It's not. It doesn't seem like a medical thing yet. Tastes of Creepsville. Uh-oh. It's, almost, it's always an anticipation of, like, what's he going to pick? What's he going to pick? What's he going to pick next? That's only relevant to, I don't know, five of us. <laughs> uh, I mean, people people like the soup talk, so. No. Yeah. How about Mocha Cabana? Mm. You want to hear a Mocha Cabana story? Uh, how about we listen to Justin's uh, menu order? Okay. Drink Industrial uh, Avenue IPA. Appetizer. Honey garlic duck wings, main course, crispy chicken croissant, mm-hmm. and for dessert, our famous Oreo. Cheesecake. From looking over all these Creepsville menus, I'm noticing how much more popular beef dip is up north. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of beef dip, baby. We got, yeah, there's a lot, like, there's this, like, beef hanging out everywhere. Are you talking about me or the menus? No, I'm talking about both, but there's a lot, there's, there's a lot of beef. <laughs> Just like on the streets, and you have to do something with it. I mean, yeah, the beef is everywhere, There's man. Rotting carcasses. Yeah, that's well, that's that's bird of beef, baby. Mm-hmm. It's bird of beef. Well, so tell that's, me, that's why we have to like 
could really uh, capitalize on being our like a great export of ours because there's just hunks of it everywhere. Hunks of it everywhere. So it's like, yeah, might as well package it up as a beef dip, I suppose. Dip. Well, see, it makes sense. Like when Sugarhead was on here, we were talking about beef dips a whole bunch. Beef dips are awesome. You know about Aju? I know about Aju. Do you know about Aju? I do. Sometimes they can go horribly wrong. It's good wet beef. You know what I mean? Oh, wet beef. Is that is that like a is that like a sloppy steak? Uh, no, I think a wet beef is an actual real thing. I think that's where they dip the entire, the entire thing in the au jus and then serve it to you mm. instead of letting you dip it on your, according to your narrative. Well, I'm not reading anything about wet beefs here. There's, no, no, no. Mocha Cabana doesn't have a wet okay. beef. No, no, I'm just, I'm, in general, I'm talking uh, about like on Google in, uh, <laughs> what comes up is what's the difference between dry aged and wet aged beef? I I like I just looked up wet beef sandwich and uh, Italian sandwich Italian beef is what they're called. Ah, there you go. They're dunked right in. The entire thing is dunked. Drip beef sandwiches. Yeah. Italian beef. Sandwiches. I think I think wasn't wet beef your nickname in high school? I wish. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, I yeah, people look at me and go, "Where's the beef? Where's the beef?" Oh, I think it was the strip club once called Wet Beef. Tell me your uh, Mocha Cabana yeah. story. Uh, well, do you have you freak, uh, like patron this place? Have you? Eaten I've there? gone there twice ever. Okay, I've been there a couple times. Uh, I had a guy. Um, that's almost that's uh, almost twice. That's almost twice. I've been there a few times. Okay. Uh, I had a guy. Uh, I was there with. Um, like I was there with a few people, and there was a guy there, and he he freaked out. He like freaked out because he ordered a burger and they're like, what do you want with a burger? And he's like, I'll just have fries. And they're like, oh, we don't have fries. And he was like, what? And they're like, oh, yeah, we don't have a fryer. Yeah. We don't have fries. And he was like, are you he was like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, you don't have fries. And they're like, no, we don't have fries. He's like, he's like, well, what do you got? And they're like, we have sweet, pota- <laughs> they're like, we have sweet potato fries. And he's like, how, how old was this guy at the time? like 22 maybe uh yeah i mean i I could see like most places you go i will say in this town um the chinese food restaurants have fries yeah well so i think i can imagine when you go to like a a a, you know a place that uh you know doesn't have mm -hmm. a deep fryer uh for the first (laughs) time in your life you don't realize hey they might not have that I mean, and there's more places than you think. Like Backstreet doesn't have yeah. a deep fryer either. Which, like, yeah, that is definitely one of those ones where it's like, oh, like whatever food they have, it's like they, they could really do it fries. But it's, I think they literally don't have the space in their kitchen to do it. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is all it is. I think actually Moko Cabana might actually have a fryer, they but they just not to. the opt not to. Yeah, because they have sweet potato fries, but maybe they bake them. I don't know. They probably bake them. This guy was pissed though. Pissed. I was, That's... I, I think I looked at him. I was like, "Dude, just get sweet potato fries." I was like, "They're good." What is the big deal? Yeah, you still. Yeah, he was. Fr- well, he was like, oh. "Oh, he was pissed. He was pissed." Uh, if I got anything at Mocha Cabana, their food is okay, uh, but uh, their desserts, their their cheesecakes, Jared, oof, oof, gabagool. It's good stuff. Go for it. Go for it. Just get pick up a slice of cheesecake to take home. It's good stuff. I remember having breakfast there once, and. Uh, having steel cut oats uh for like a portion and it was like but you went to a restaurant and ordered oatmeal it was breakfast yeah but you ordered oatmeal yeah oatmeal's good you don't like oatmeal okay 
Yeah, but I mean, I want, you know, right, right. You're over there eating three kinds of pork, and, and then well, and then have the audacity. It's pork three ways. <laughs> yeah, and then t- tell me about uh, animal cruelty. Pork three ways is yeah. what we say. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. No, I did have pork today. <laughs> yep. See oh, yeah. this? Sque- I can hear the screams. I don't eat it that often. I just you know once in a okay. while. All right. It's hard. We don't have hey. a vegan based diet up here, man. We don't have the infrastructure. I mean, look, someone's got to eat all this beef dip, otherwise it's just going to it's going to rot, and then the the, the flies they're bad. What do you want crows to come and ants? <laughs> they already you are. Want... They're, they're already here. You want the ants to come because they will. They'll come for beef dip. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Simpsons Figure update. We are oh. now on season four, and the three characters I'm surprised come up as often as they do include Barney, mm-hmm. the TV show host Troy McClure. And their crappy lawyer, Lionel Hutz. Troy McClure and Lionel Hutz are two of the best characters. Yeah. Like, undoubtedly. And Barney's great, too. Don't cry for him, Jared. He's he's already already dead. dead. Well, hey, season four is uh, prime stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One more more great season to go. And and then then it starts weakening. I, I we've talked about this many times. I think you can go up until eight, and then uh, it's prime yeah. prime time up until eight. Lots of great episodes, but two, yeah. three, four, five. Whew. Oh baby, doesn't get much better. Miguel yeah. Sanchez is in one of those episodes. You know about Miguel Sanchez? One more random thing. Uh. What's a job you thought about having that you are glad you did not get into? I was interested in law for a while, but I don't think I would be cut out for being a lawyer. What about you, RJ? You want to get into the law? I mean, I mean, I know you're studying. You're, uh, you're, studying, you're studying the tapes, as they I, say. I well, I mean, I, I I can talk to you about coerced confessions, Jarrett. Yeah. I can talk to you about your uh, you your tell, legal can representation. You, can, can you tell me about Cropsy? I can I can tell you about Cropsy, and Cropsy. I can tell you I can tell you about Cropsy's representation. You want to know about Cropsy's representation? None. He didn't have legal right to counsel. And it's a goddamn tragedy. Thanks for the time, and may the creep be with you. Best from Big J Money Peterson. I'm yeah. Pretty... I, I'm not a Mocha Cabana dude. That's fine. No, yeah. I think uh, we go there once in a while, and we're like, meh. And then we don't go for another like year. But uh, my st- my staff Christmas party was there, and uh, for your company, the, the for, for for the Cropsy company. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we Crop, had like a... crops are us. Yeah, crops are us. We had um, a dinner there, and uh, Andy and I both got. There was two options. It was like chicken or beef. So we we both got one and we shared. And the beef was okay, but the chicken it was like a chicken breaded chicken cutlet. And I'm not even kidding. It was the size of my fucking head. It was enormous. It was really good, but it was it was the biggest deep fried piece of chicken I have ever fucking seen. It was good. It was good. Uh, so it was breaded, I guess. But, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, um, we, we go like once or twice a year, and then we're like, yeah, we're good for another eight months, and then you know. So, you see, so you've gone more than a few times. I've been I've been to Mokey Cabana a few times. Okay. More than a few, but it, it's like a, what you gotta go for is just pick up some of the a slice or two of cheesecake, just take it home with you, and eat it at home. Mm-hmm. Or in the alley. In the alley, yeah. We frequently go dinner somewhere else. And then just stop there and get a piece of cheesecake and eat it uh, in the tent city, you know. Okay. I thought. Well, I thought I thought you made a good cheesecake. I do, but it takes a lot of work to make those. Right. Can't just be ripping those out every day, you know. Have you ever ordered an entire cheesecake from them? 
not from them, but uh, if we were like having people over, I maybe would. But in that case, I would maybe I would probably just make it myself. Yeah. You know, yeah. Two pieces is enough. Two pieces is all you need. One like two different kinds. You get like a turtles one. You get an Oreo one or something like that. I don't know. You know, they got they got they got different kinds. Sure. Hmm. They got different kinds. Want to hear from our old friend Mark Silvestri? The uh, comic artist? That's right. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, Creeps. Just checking in uh, on the only Criterion podcast in it's the true. world. We haven't mentioned it in a while. I am indeed a real person, contrary to Archie's opinion, from just outside Toronto. We'll we'll I also knew I shared a name with a comics person, but I didn't realize he was known at all. No one has ever brought it up before. That's... <laughs> It's wild. it's wild. We've come to the right place. Doesn't know how to drive uh, fun, drive feet. Fun fact: I, I believe um, the the co- comics Mark Silvestri is like six foot six or something. He's, oh, he's, he's a gigantic man. Did this person list their height uh, in their nope, email? No, not yet. Is Maybe, it in uh, their we're, signature? We're, we're gonna find out next week. Oh, okay, yep. I'm, I'm sure of it. it yeah, I'm interested. No. Uh, the, I guess the question is: It says. Has this Mark Silvestri ever read a Mark Silvestri comic? I hope so. I hope so. I'd say go for a Bloodsport. That's his best. Bloodshot. <laughs> remember a Bloodshot movie came out? Do you remember that? Vin Diesel? Yeah. yeah. F- family? Yeah, family. Blood. What was he talking about? Now to answer your question about your thoughts on my letterbox profile during the Who Hates This Film segment. RJ basically went through my one-star ratings and concluded that this guy hates sequels. While this isn't necessarily true, yeah. Hostel 3, Hangover 3, Scary Movie 3, and Neighbors 2, <laughs> 2 are truly awful. I was expecting RJ would rip into my five-star ratings of The 400 Blows, La Dolce Vita, Night of the Hunter, and Aliens. R.I.P. Bill. I, I don't have to rip into that. Uh, t- like it, You're doing it yourself, buddy. You're doing it yourself. People will figure that out on their own. You know? Anyways, I look forward to your expert take on New Zealand cinema and culture. Have a great show, Mark. He followed up with a correction. It looks like Sweetie is actually Australian. My bad. Okay, I know it's come up already, but I I was also confused by this. I sent a a message to Jarrett, which he did not reply to because I was confused at, at the time of uh, yeah, I, watching this film. Yeah, I, I figured it out. Yeah. Eventually. But I was confused. I was like, did Criterion make a mistake? Like in their bio, in the description of their movie? And they're like, oh, no, it is Australian. I went weird. And then you so. went and then you said. Uh, crikey. Crikey. Uh, yeah, crikey. It's, well, a thing, it's a line we we have. Well, that's our yeah. emails. Thank you, everybody. We uh, yes, we love you. Well, maybe not Oliver. Especially Oliver. Mm. Hey, he's coming in like a year or two. He's gonna stay at your house. You told me. Uh, ooh. He was like, "What's your address? I'm visiting in two years." I said, "Here you go. Make sure you bring the whole family." <laughs> next to the homeless shelter. It's right next to it. Yeah, it's right next to it. It might look like a tent, but uh, I guarantee you it's his house that he lives in. Tent town. Just crawl right in. Classic. Classic. Homelessness. Classic. Yeah. Uh, What were we talking about? Uh, Well, we just finished emails. Hey, RJ. 
Yeah. What you been creeping on Cropsy. this week? Cropsy. <laughs> I I laughed when I saw you log this. I went, Cropsy? <laughs> I remember watching that on Netflix like over 10 years ago. Was it the same Cropsy? It was it's the same film. Oh, okay. Uh, what do you know about Cropsy, Jerry, other than all, this film? All I know is uh, <laughs> I, I think of Cropsy and I think of, uh, oh, fuck, the, uh, is it The Burning? The uh, yeah, the, the slasher film. It's, it's Cropsy, yeah, and then it, and then uh, there's the and then of course, you read the description of the urban legend about Cropsy, and then Cropsy. there's this there's this 2009 tr- quote quote unquote true crime documentary about the the urban legend the the myth of Cropsy, mm-hmm. um, and at the time whenever I watched this, I actually saw it twice. I, I it looks yeah. like way Big back Cropsy when. guy. I, I don't know. It was uh, interesting. Uh, it's my memory of it. It's been 10 years since I've seen it. Sure. But uh, that title and the... Because <laughs> I, I just love saying, Oh, Cropsy! <laughs> well, yeah. He's killing the kids! <laughs> I, I mean, that is what Staten Island is all about, Oh, Jared. yeah. You learn all, all about Cropsy. Yeah, you learn all about Staten Island. I think this thing would work better as a Staten Island documentary. It's like because they're like it's trash, uh, trash town. People dump their trash here. This is what Staten Island was made about. That's what I'm about. I'm a trash person. And you're like, what? Sounds like a Dennis Leanne character. <laughs> oh, Dennis Leanne probably is into some cropsy. You know what I mean? Big time cropsy guy. Big time cropsy Big guy. Time. Uh, I think yeah, I think this works good as a, a Staten Island doc, and I think that host the hospital itself would be really interesting to have its own documentary but uh watching this you just it's kind of like a mix of a bunch of stuff and it's like uh eh, you could have been a little bit more focused here because they get to like the missing children of the 90s and then like the the vagrant guy that they get who isn't cropsy <laughs> but it was uh th- there was like the le- the urban legend of cropsy and then kids started going missing so they find this guy and they're like he could be cropsy Maybe his name's not Cropsy, but he could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that I've watched like I don't know, almost like twenty or thirty true crime docs in the span of like two months, um, this one you're watching and you're just like, oh yeah, they don't really have anything on this guy. Like he was like a homeless guy, and he was convicted on like eyewitnesses just saying like not not even that they like saw the guy with the kids. They were just like, yeah, that guy's like always around. He seems like he's up to no good. And they're like, that's it. Mm-hmm. 25 to life. We got you, Cropsy. <laughs> and then you go, oh, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not defending that guy or anything. It's just like uh, the the case seemed a little bit light. You know what I mean, Jarrett? Mm-hmm. They just didn't like that this homeless guy was hanging around by this uh, abandoned psychiatric hospital. And it's like, yeah, it sucks, man. Maybe you should change your ways. Staten Island. Anyways, Cropsy. Crapsy. It's uh in terms of all these that I've been watching, it uh it was fine. I, I, I just fine. finally saw the graphic for the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Fuego. <laughs> Are you interested? Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna get some? Are you gonna eat it with milk is the question. Um, like cereal style. No. I'm good I'm right. good. Alright. Yeah. Cropsy, uh, you know what I fo- or well I didn't follow this up, but you know what I'll follow Cropsy up with. Uh, you ever heard of a thing called "I Just Killed My Dad"? Uh, I only know of it because you just watched it. <laughs> it uh, it came out like this week on Netflix or something. It's a uh, it's like a three episode 
docu series uh, about a kid from Alabama or Louisiana or something, uh, and he kills his dad. He calls nine one one, and they say, "What's your emergency?" He said, "I just killed my dad." Um, I just killed my dad. I just killed my dad. Yeah, and th- this whole thing is uh, it's it's just about this kid where he's just like, because they're like, "Why'd you kill him?" He's like, "We didn't really get along," and they're like, "What?" But then, like, you look into it, and it's like, oh, like the dad was like a really bad, a abusive ba- guy, a, a bad dad. He was a bad dad who, like, maybe did some light kidnapping and stuff like that. So, light uh, it it was fine. It's not as a uh, shocking as uh, some of those other Netflix ones that come out, but uh, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Uh, how, how, how how much deeper are you gonna go on this? On the on the on the creepings? crime uh, machine. I don't know. We got a couple more saved up, but uh, um, we just started an HBO show that we thought was, it's like a six episode thing. Um, like, uh, serialized or not serialized. Um, uh, it's not a doc. It's like an actual show. We, I thought it was based on a true crime, but it's not, uh, we're watching that Mark Ruffalo thing. Um, I know this much is true. It's an HBO show. We thought it was true crime, but it's not. Cause after the first episode, I was like, there's no way this was real. And we looked it up and it was like, Oh no, this is just made up. So, uh, we could, we might keep going. I don't know. Why do you have any recommendations? Anything that I've missed? Of true crime stuff, like well, Cropsy. Cropsy. Uh, I have to look at my list. Let me pull it up. I got, mm-hmm. I got those tags. You, you haven't done this legwork yourself? No, I mean they were. Uh, we watched like one or two of them, and they they just kept popping up, and we're like, all right, and just kept rolling on to the next one. I think I've got like the majority of the big ones. Um, let me, let me find you. Okay. Well, while, while you're doing that, do you want me to tell you about Marcel the shell with shoes on? Sure. I uh, went to the theater, Jerry, went to the movie mill with the wife. Cause she wanted to see Marcel the shell. Do you know about Marcel the shell? Nope. It's a shell. And, uh, it's got a little googly eye and it talks. It was very cute. It was very wholesome. It's an internet thing. That's what, uh, Jenny Slate I uh, got famous for. I, I don't know what the, what that is. Either. What any of this? I don't assume. I I didn't assume that you did. Um, it's a very wholesome, cute movie. It's an hour and twenty. Doesn't overstay its welcome. And when it's done, you go, nice little, nice little show, nice little show. So I I don't think Jared would like it, but it was a good show. Because I'm a monster. And as you're still looking, because I'm not going to talk about this too much, because uh, we'll talk about it in 16 years when it's added to the Criterion Collection. Or will it be? Or will it be? I found, okay, I found true crime. Okay. But the problem is I also put, like, movies based on true crime in this list. Uh, see, you know what? We actually, we did watch, like, 10 minutes of that Dahmer one that you like, the one that has the reenactments, and Andrea wasn't into it. She was kind of like, eh, I'm not really feeling this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was it Jeffrey Dahmer Files or something? So I don't, I, even, I, I don't even remember which one that was. Oh, you gave it, like, four stars, I think. You really liked it. I, yeah, I, it's not popping up on my list so far. Yeah. I, I'd have to look at the poster and be like, which one was that? If you sort that list by popularity, you could read the first two lines, and I could, if they're docs, I could tell you which ones I've watched. Because we, we did a big rip this last like month or, or two. We watched most of them. Oh. I'm trying to remember this. The Dahmer one? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, 
it's like reenactments and it's a lot of him like just like riding the bus and stuff yeah i think that's what i liked about it, it seems like i yeah. like it a lot more than most other people i think i just found it really interesting yeah. i mean i didn't mind it i i'll probably watch it on my own maybe in creeptober yeah. um but uh i do i do think it would be good the person the guy who made the bundy tapes and then the the gacy tapes the one that just came out that we watched i think he said he might do Dahmer next i would i would I would wait for that because that he does a he does a good comprehensive, yeah, kind of a look into these things. Yeah, I think this that one is definitely not like a tr- regular true crime documentary, and a person going mm-hmm. into that would definitely probably be like, "What the fuck is this? This isn't like a Netflix true crime show." Because it's not. It's yeah. it's it's a very different uh, way of doing it. I saw Tubi has a Tubi original called Jeffrey Dahmer Fresh Meat. <laughs> Oh yeah, how many Tubi originals do you have in your on your watch list? Tubi All of them? originals? No, I don't yeah. think any. No, no oh. Tubi originals. I mean, you can always, uh, always uh, watch some Chicken Hawk. I'm not gonna watch Chicken Hawk. Oh. That I I know I'm not. It's not gonna be for me. You're gonna learn all about Leland. I don't. I'd rather not. I thought you wanted to get away from niceties, RJ. I never said that. <laughs> Uh, there's also the there's like this Robert Picton one called the Pig Farm. Uh, you lent it to me on DVD like the last the last time we went yeah. on a true crime binge like what was that like two years ago yeah or so um but uh, I think uh, we burnt out before we got to it and then yeah. I gave you all your movies back right and is that on any streaming it's, it's probably on YouTube now or Tubi let's see you Pig Farm it's got different names as well what do you think what is it called on Letterboxd the pig farm the <laughs> okay yeah i think this is it the uh, it's not even on just watch on here son of a bitch fuck uh, well, i'll look up just watch on my phone and i'll look up the pig farm okay jeez doing all the G- work here gosh gosh i i do remember that one though so I, uh... I i noticed you watched a paul thomas anderson movie i did that, i did that, that's, yeah. like, that's like a real movie it's like true crime yeah yeah well we uh we kind of hit like so i think we we would probably watch a couple more true crimes but we ha- we're starting to peter out on it a little bit just because the last few that we've watched like um weren't weren't that great we we did some good ones so uh uh i think it was on the weekend it was like you want to watch like a real movie and i was like yeah okay so we threw on uh some licorice pizza oh. which uh I think when you watched it, you kind of gave it, uh, talked about it um, generically, I think. Like, you didn't get too much into it. Right. Uh, and I, I won't either, but um, it's good. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson still makes better movies than 90% of what's out there. I do think it's it's not in, like, the, the top rung of the ladder. It's definitely above Inherent Vice. Which, I mean, I think that's the bottom rung. But uh, there's some stuff I really like in it. Like, I do like uh, the relationship between girl, the girl and the guy. Like, I, I like that story quite a bit. Um, and then where the only thing is where it kind of loses me a couple points is um, the tangents with, like, the Hollywood-type characters. Where I was kind of like, oh, eh. the, the Jack Holden sequence of Sean Penn. That I, like, yeah, I did not like that. Like, I was kind of like, I would have cut this out. Like, I, I think some people probably really like that and really ate it up. I don't know how you feel, well, but that, that, I would have cut that, out that, the that, entire that Sean Penn thing. Yeah, that was a giant segment of the film. It is. It's like 15 minutes, 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. 
but I, I thought it was too long. I wasn't interested in Sean Penn and Tom Waits, who I like when he was on there. I was like, it's like, I don't want to see you. Right I, I, now. See, this is the, this is the thing is like, I think Tom Waits kind of sucks. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's not an actor. Like, you but, you know, but, but I always heard that musicians make such great actors because they interpret their lyrics when they sing. And so thus they, they're just naturally gifted actors, RJ. Who told you that? Meatloaf told me that. Uh, well, before, what happened to him before, before he passed? Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Um, no, I mean, I, I don't think Tom Waits is a good actor. He's good in fishing with John, but but that's that's because that is a uh, that's something else. That's not that's not even TV or a movie. Yeah. That's something else entirely. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I thought the Sean Penn thing was was not great. I was like, I would have cut that out of here. This movie would have been better without it in here. Uh, and the Bradley Cooper thing too. He was he was his character was better than the Sean Penn scene, but uh, I don't know. It was a little too much time spent with that guy. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah. But uh, Cooper Hoffman, oof. what a sight. You know what I mean? Sweaty. What a sight. Oh, so sweaty. Always running, always mm-hmm. sweating. Everyone's always running in the film. Why are Everybody they, why, is. Why are they in such a rush? I don't know. Always running. Uh, and I also didn't know that, like, uh, this is basically just the Haim movie no, because yes. it's the all assistant. of Haim. Yeah, all of Haim. Yeah, where, and, like, Haim's parents as well. Uh, so, like, I kind of heard about that, but I was like, uh. And then when we were watching this, I was like, are all of these people Haim? And, yes, they were all Haim. Yeah. So how, I, how, how do you feel about Benny Safdie? I mean, he's fine. He's a, What is he in this movie for, like, a total of, like, eight minutes or something? Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? I never hear. Uh, I'm not part of the woke mob, but uh, no one's going after Benny Safty for good time and his portrayal of uh, well, you know what? An individual. They have, well, they have to work on X Files first. Uh, is and, there and, a... and pick? Pick. Take your pick. Take of, your uh, pick. Yeah. Uh, Mulder. Mulder. Uh, what's his name? Um, isn't it like Joan Rubisi? He plays like the the, the, ah, the kid yeah. who's like got electrical powers, and then there's the other one, the janitor, uh, who's like uh, Danvers from mm-hmm. uh, Oz, uh, or no, yeah. or no, just or from Homicide, and then he was like an asshole uh, in he's like the governor in Oz, and then he was the the the, the bleeding heart uh, uh, district attorney kind of on uh, Homicide. He 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 plays like Roland. <laughs> The janitor at the like math institution. I I, I kind of remember him. Uh, yeah. You know what episode's really cool though of X Files? Uh, is a Tony Shalhoub uh, episode where he's got, uh, he's got the black hole shadow. Ooh, yeah, that is cool stuff. Yeah, so that's a pretty pretty neat episode. Yep. There's a lot of good episodes in there. There is a lot of whatever though. A lot. There is and, also and, a lot of that. And I would also say the the politics of the show. Sometimes you're like, yep. man, this is uh, it's very uh pro- very broke up in a way where i'm like huh i didn't i don't remember it being like this but yeah Mulder and scully sometimes you're mm-hmm. like jeez these guys i know have you hit uh jose chung yet no not yet uh home is season six i think which is a five, season five, five yeah because that's a big one and then uh postmodern prometheus i think is that's late that's like five or six that episode is i'm primo I'm just in three 
Okay, yeah, you got a you got uh, a bit to. Those I've ones. enjoyed uh, Walter Skinner beating dudes and like oh. and being hard charging and yelling. It's it's very Skin Dog's the best. It's very funny. Skin Dog's the best. I uh, I can't remember because I if I looked at more episodes, I'm sure there'd be more that pop out. But the so, three I, that I could pick out of my head were Home, Jose Chung, and Postmodern Prometheus. Those are the three that it's like those are the the top of the top. Not the episode with the uh, Coco the Talking Gorilla with the serial numbers filed off. <laughs> Yeah, not that one. That episode's not so good. Not that one. There, yeah, X Files does have a lot of stink. It oh, yeah. does. But yeah, it, it is a show completely carried by the charisma of their of the leads. They they, yeah. they, they had they had uh, actually it states their their chemistry was really mm. really strong because the it is ripe for parody like when the the Mulder nasally delivery of mm-hmm. exposition describing things. And yeah. it's always like oh boy, here we go. Are you gonna watch the? Uh, are you gonna watch the <laughs> Simpsons X Files episode? I've already seen it. Well, you can't I rewatch know it. You that picture of Mulder in his wallet. Remember that? Do, 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 do. Yeah. Remember that? We know that. We know it, RJ. It's good stuff. No, it's good stuff. That's when they, that's yeah. when they started to really do the uh, celebrity episodes too much too. They do, yeah. But yeah, no. That, that episode has... also had Leonard Nimoy. It did. It did. Batman was a scientist. Uh, what else were we talking about? Um, yeah, you got some good episodes coming up, though. Well, oh, I Those did, I did really... get to watch the uh, the two-parter with the bounty hunter when he gets first introduced, and it's just Terminator. That awesome. one's pretty good. It's pretty sweet. You hit any Darren Morgan episodes yet? Yeah, like... a lot of them aren't very good. They're, like, brilliant. What? Yeah, they're, ter- like, the psychic shit. Like, oh, man, I don't know. There's, like, that Peter Boyle episode that was not too bad. But there's, like, one that I, I noticed that they the two of them worked on. And I was just like, oh, this yeah, episode is bad. As, like, as brothers, they did a ton. Like, and uh, there's some that are just whatever. But uh, Darren Morgan's got some good ones, nice. I thought. Got some stinks. He's in a, like, you know, the revival that was, like, a, oh, fuck, a couple of years ago now. Like, four or five years ago. He was a he was really good in those. Okay. Darren Morgan did. So he did the episode of Peter Boyle that I I don't know. It's like another serial. Like there's so much silent like Silence yeah. of the Lambs stuff that they're like riffing on every mm-hmm. season that you're like, come on, I know. I want to get get out of this rhythm. What but... about Obliet? Obliet? Oh, that's the psychic one. Yeah. What about um, Apocrypha? Let's see. Mulder uncovers clues about a cover-up involving an alien entity and a sunken oh. World War II aircraft. So I ah, that's interesting. I think that's yeah. Wait a minute. Is that where you are? No, the Is black. The oh, you know who wrote the blue black the, the black hole episode episode? Mm. Uh, Vince Gilligan. Oh yeah, uh, Vince Gilligan was um talking recently about uh because they're like because better call Saul just ended and they're like are you gonna do another one he's like nah he's like oh, if anything I might do um okay. uh an x-files type so, show so Darren Morgan did do that humbug episode which mm-hmm. I think is actually not a good episode but it's memorable yeah I, yeah. I know it's a fan favorite I loved it as a kid too because I was like oh so cool but it's like at that like what's his name the Jim Rose circus stuff Got oh it. I yeah hum, I like I like in humbug the gif of Mulder standing with his huge trench coat. I'll send it to you. Okay. I'll, I'll send it to you right now. And then, yeah, what about Morgan and James Wong did the episode? Uh, 
Is that the one about the cattle mutilation that it turns into like being a very important episode in the mythos? I think so. Die, die hand, die velet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think so. What about Clyde Bruckman's final repose? Is that the the psychic that, one that, yeah, that you? Yeah, that's were the talking? yeah, that's the one with uh, Peter Boyle. That's a pretty highly uh, regarded one, I think. It's fine too, but the, the, I think the villain of it's trash. Hmm. Maybe I'm, I'm picky. What about what about the walk? A quadru- uh, quadruple amputee becomes the prime suspect in a series of bizarre deaths. Uh, no, actually, I literally just finished or was in the middle of watching Oubliette. Actually, ah, interesting, interesting. Yeah. So you're you're near Oubliette. Uh, uh, Quagmire is one later. What about War, War, War of the Coprophages? The cockroach uh, episode. Uh, that one is. I, I remember that episode. Do you have cockroaches crawling on the screen in that episode, Jared? Yeah. It's yeah. not great. Did it upset you? I mean, I didn't like it. I mean, Darren Morgan doesn't have... it's. They're not all bangers, but I do like a good chunk of his episodes. Like Jose Chung. Jose Chung's really good. Jose Chung's real good. Yeah, that's some, uh, that's some ex- excessive uh, cloth. On that man spreading um, clothes and pants. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and like David the Company's hair, the variance of his it's hair. 90s it's 90s hair. Uh, it seems like scene to scene, it fluctuates a bit. And <laughs> you'd see like, oh, it was like days between when they shot this and they didn't, they weren't really keeping track of it. I know. It his, is what it is. Hair. Oh, look, another serial killer episode. I know. Oh. Um, well, let's just say you got good things coming ahead, okay? Vince Gilligan does an episode here, uh, Pusher. I remember that Agent one. Agent Mulder and Scully's assistance is requested for a case involving a man seemingly capable of bending people to his will. Oh, boy. Mm, seemingly. Seemingly. Darren, Mor- yes. seemingly. Darren Morgan's Jose Chung's from Outer Space. It's a good episode. It's got your buddy, Jesse the Body Ventura. You know what other movie he was in? Predator. Predator. Pow. Gorilla. Do you want to talk about Prey? Well, we can talk about Prey. Okay. Okay. Do you have a lot to say about Prey? Um, Enough? Yeah, I kind of stopped watching it. Where did you... Well, I mean... Okay. I'm I'm, like, I mean, I I watched an hour. Okay. And then I went, oh, yeah, I know know what this is. And it's, it's not getting any better. I am... Surpri- I'm not surprised. I shouldn't say I. I'm not that surprised. I guess by the reception, the fairly I would cons- I would say overwhelmingly positive reception that this prey has received. I think mm-hmm. maybe like the stand the standards of which uh, or expectations were set for this were exceeded for many. Whereas mm-hmm. I went into this thinking, oh, this is going to be really cool. Everyone seems to like it, which was mm-hmm. uh, my mistake. I mean, it uh, probably was. Yeah. So I kind of was like, yeah, you know, this couldn't be so bad. But then it starts and it gets going. This movie, Prey, which is on Disney Plus in Creepsville. Uh, I think it's Hulu in the States. Yeah. Um, it is uh, a, I don't know, a, a piece of the <laughs> Predator universe. The, the in P- a sense. The, the PCU. It, yeah, the PCU. Hey, I keep describing prey and i gotta go to the bathroom but only be 20 seconds so don't don't stop don't edit i will be right back 
Oh my god. Look what Arjun does. He's throwing me into the deep end. He wants me to talk about Prey. Um, a movie with a tagline, They hunt to live. It lives to hunt. And the synopsis, folks. On the great... I think we can hear him peeing. Hear that, folks? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. On the Great Plains in 19... Sorry, in 1719, I'm distracted by the thunderous uh, downfall or uh, waterfall going on over there. On the Great Plains in 1719, Naru, a fierce and highly skilled Comanche warrior, sets out to protect her people when an unknown danger threatens them. But the prey she's stalking turns out to be a highly evolved alien predator with a technically advanced arsenal. Well, holy shit. Um, it's at this point that I would ask RJ um, if he's watched Predator films previously. Uh, oh, there yeah. he is. Yeah, I, I, yeah. We all could hear you peeing, RJ. It's, it's on No the, way. It, it is on the record. <laughs> there is no way you could hear that. Uh, absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. if you're listening to this right in next week, could you hear the urine? Could you hear it? RJ, okay, did you talk about the PCU or what? What what Predator films have you seen? All of them except for the new one with the the autism one. The uh, the Predator. The Predator, yeah, and then uh, uh, Alien versus Predator Two. Um, I haven't seen that one either. Uh, Re- uh, Requiem. Requiem. You never saw Requiem. Yeah. Those are the only two I haven't seen, but Disney Plus has all of them. Damn. Because, like, watching this, I was kind of like, you know, a lot of the Predators aren't great, but it's yeah. like, I like Predator number one a lot. I think that movie's awesome. Uh, and Predator 2 is pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got nostalgia for it, so I was like, maybe I'll watch those. Maybe not. I don't know. Okay. But but then I was like, should I watch Shane Black's a Predator? But I was like, it's probably a Christmas movie, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. all of his shit is Christmas movies, yeah. right? Well, do, do you know about Dan Trachenberg? I do know about Dan Trachenberg, you know, he's actually. The, he's the director of this film, 10 Cloverfield Lane, uh-huh. and also a podcaster. I didn't know that part. Dan Trachenberg is a filmmaker and podcaster. He was uh... formerly a host on the Totally Rad Show and Geek Drome, both of which were hosts on Revision 3. He has also directed several commercials and public service announcements. So what the fuck? We've been doing this podcast for six years, and we don't... Well, how come we're not given a franchise? Where's your alien film? Well, I'd, I'd even take one of the shit... Fran- like, what's the shit franchise? Uh, like, Ghoulies? Gremlin? Or not Gremlin. They'll like, get you in the end. They'll get you in the end? That or uh, Critters? I would do... Give us Critters. Let us, no, let us do Critters. I don't like Critters. How about, what about ghoulies? How about Puppet Master? Oh, Jared. You, you think S. Craig Zoller had what it took? No, no, no. You hey. give us the Puppet Master hey. franchise. I wonder what he's doing these days. Zoller? I was thinking about him watching this. Because, uh, I mean, it, he would have made a good version of this. There would have been a lot more bodies getting split. What, what do you, what do you, whoa, you're saying this isn't good, RJ? Well, I'm just saying S. Craig Zoller's would have been better. Okay. So anyway, uh, yeah. I went into this kind of having no idea what to expect and was immediately struck by what felt like to me was like direct-to-video vibes. And I'm like, Well, I mean, it essentially I... is, right? Which is now a direct-to-stream. So this felt like a yeah. streaming movie. Right off, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but you just look at it and you go, this looks real cheap and real drab. And 
they're 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 very much intentionally shooting in these like open areas but like mm-hmm. near roads and they're like okay but it's like we don't want to go too deep into the woods because it doesn't make any sense because then there's too many trees and mm-hmm. we can't clear them so we're going to find these areas and do a little bit of touch up i really got annoyed within about i don't know 8 minutes of this when uh, our our protagonist uh, mm-hmm. Naru, uh, played by Amber Midthunder, is throwing her axe, practicing her axe throwing, and it's like a mm-hmm. CGI axe and CGI tree trunk. There's a uh, quite a bit of CGI. You know which it, one I found the the worst? Not even any of the animals or anything like that. They like made a point to film in these outdoor spaces, and they have shots of nice alberta uh but then there's like this the green screen background very clearly and like you can see it and you're just like like when they run out of time they couldn't keep filming outside what's going on here fixed fix it in post yeah yeah it uh but it was it's got that it's like you know where it's night sky but you can tell it's not real mm-hmm. night sky yeah. that that's the one that annoyed me most i was like i was like they were there just film it outside What's the big deal? But yeah, it's, I throw in a CGI axe. CGI axe is something else, hey? Not something else. Hey, you know that uh, Amber Midthunder was also in uh, a, a little film called Hell or High Water? As a Comanche? <laughs> did you see my review, Jared? I did. You, you didn't like it. I, I, I know you love that movie. And that, is that not your favorite scene in that movie, Jared? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Um, so but anyway, so yeah, there's this is I think there's there's the uh, a PD one eighty seven review which pretty I much like that I, one. I think it pretty well ruins this movie because mm-hmm. <laughs> it just goes it's okay. Invisible predator fights a lot of cartoon animals who look like they're from Big Buck Hunter. Yeah, and that's pretty much it for an hour. Yep, and uh, that was that, the I liked that review because uh, it popped up on my thing and I was just like that's very accurate. Did you get to the French people when you stopped watching? No, it was it was kind of after the uh, the group comes across the predator and they start getting wasted. The First Nations people or yeah. the French people? The, the 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 indigenous people are. Oh, okay. The the, the, the well, they're First Nation. The, the, the Comanche. There's all sorts of names, Comanche. You a Comanche? So I I put that in there because honestly, all I could think of when watching this like when any of the subtitles came up and it said like in comanche i just thought of ben foster going you comanche because i was just like hell or high water man writing taylor sheridan acting but the writing version uh well that's too bad because i do think one of the better scenes in this uh it's an action scene where predator takes out like all the French trappers. It's like five minutes long. It's not the best action Ah, scene or anything like that, but do pay off the trapping. Yes. Yeah. Well, and there's a thing too. You might not have noticed like, are they the real, are they the real monsters? They are the real monsters here. Cause like, did you see the field of skinned Buffalo? Yes. So I, I was watching this as like predator wouldn't do that. I was like, that doesn't make sense. And then they find the French trappers did it. Because and there's a line. It's like, oh no, he only hunts bit like big game, big buck. That's all he hunts. He's a big buck hunter. Wolves and bears. And well, anything that is in itself a, a predator. Nothing yeah, that is not a, a, not a grazing animal. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the the French trappers did it, and the French trappers get Doesn't uh, he do that. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a he does that in a one one or two of the other movies. He's the snake. 
Yeah. Remember he skins a snake? So I thought that was... So the thing that I thought was really dumb about that is he, like, cuts the snake's head off and, like, skins it. Uh, and then, like, three, four hours later, they, they cross the snake and the body, like, reanimates on them. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, is that snake physiology? I was like, is that possible? Sure. I don't know. Maybe it is. Uh, you didn't say which, which predators have you seen? Have I seen I more have, than you? Yeah, I think so. Well, because I've only seen... Uh, one, I I think I've seen two in its entirety, but not forever, mm-hmm. not for mm-hmm. ages. I think I watched it when I was younger, but I remember watching the first like couple seconds of the movie again. I was like, man, this isn't recognizable to me. Yeah. Um, and then I watched Predators. With, yep. With with Topher. The best scene in Predators is when Lawrence Fishburne drops that smoke bomb, and he's like, <laughs> "Do you remember that? Nope. It's good stuff." <laughs> It's really funny. And I have not seen any AVP films, I don't think. No, not even the first one? No. You would have been like 18 or something when that came out? That would have been prime was, for you. No. No? I, I wasn't your uh, normal 18-year-old, I guess. You were uh, the fedora-wearing John Cassavetes 18-year-old? Uh, yeah. Lady? Maybe. Well, 2004? Come on. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. you 2004? What? 20, you would have been... 21. Holy fuck, you're old. Okay, yeah. I was 14 when that movie came uh, out. Little, 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 little RJ. And I saw that in theaters. Yeah. And Stuff, I went, stuffing his yeah. face with milk duds. He's got acid blood, you guys. If you get, if he stabs him with his sword, he'll, he'll get acid blood on him. He'll be in real, he'll be real trouble. <laughs> I, I, well, well. Yeah, exactly. Fourteen year old RJ sounds pretty cool. He was cool. He was cool. He had the he had the soundtrack to uh, Spawn, the Spawn movie. He had the soundtrack to that. He played that when people came over. So you want to listen to some music? Yeah. Yeah, Let's put on my Spawn CD. My EDM. I got some EDM tapes. Oh my god, my brother's dance mix '92. You ever heard that? Good stuff, Jared. Good stuff. No. Okay, no, so you're you're not no, as much no, a well. No, I mean, no. I've only seen like one more than you. Then yeah, I guess the AVP. I, I thought you saw the Predator, but I guess no, I, I guess not. No, I think we just talked about it because uh, it was one of those movies like um, like there was that trend for like a year or two. We and we watched a bunch of them where it's I haven't seen it, but I remember people saying it's like the autism su- as a superpower thing or something like that uh, because there was a big trend of that for like a year mm-hmm. or so. Maybe we just talked about all, that. All, I don't all know. All these guys went to the same screenwriting class. I guess. <laughs> and there's a yeah. guy saying, autism. Autism. Right, right about it. It's real. It's a part of a lived experience. They're hyper-focused. They're, they are exactly what a predator needs. <laughs> but they're also people. But they're also people. And then Shane Black went, yeah, but put a Santa hat on it. So that's that's what that movie and, is about, and, I'm, and, I'm yeah. sure. And have like I don't know, dude, dudes getting stabbed by predator. Yep. Hey, yep. so do we ever get? We never get heat vision, pred in this. Yeah, we do. Oh, we do. Okay. We do. I didn't see yep. that bit. So uh, you do, and one of the things like, so did you see the parts with the yellow flower? No. It's like uh, like during the gathering stage like uh they're getting like medicine it's like go get okay. the, the you know, this oh, yes. flower all i thought about was video game fetch game shit which is yeah what this is it, very it's much not a... that but it is um i i can't remember the correct term it's like uh it's like um what's a magical item that can do anything or do ex- do the thing that's exactly what you need it to do 
kind of thing. Not like a Mary Sue because that's like a well, character, I mean, but like it's, uh, not a, it's not a MacGuffin because that's a that's just like the excuse for the story device that you never actually see or do whatever so what this is is it's a medicine that like when anyone whenever anyone's hurt and like by hurt i mean it goes as much as a guy has a cut on his arm they put the yellow flower in it to one of the frenchmen's has his leg cut off and the lady puts the yellow flower kind of like on the stump but then so it heals like wounds but then they also eat the flower and the frenchman eats it and he's just like i feel really cold he, he's just like why am i so cold but then predator can't see the the heat signatures cuz the flower lowers the body temperature which becomes the thing that she uses later to fight the predator is she eats the yellow flower to lower her body temperature so that uh indistinguishable from the heat vision okay yeah, so you why don't you tell me where you got to, and then I can fill in the I, I can it, fill in well, the rest. It was basically after uh, Predator started throwing people around, and then okay. they're on the run, and I was just like, I'm good. Okay. I've seen enough. I was watching this this morning, and then I was mm-hmm. like, I want to do something else. You you hit the bear, the negative encounter with the bear, Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yes. Definitely okay. I watched that, and I was just like, this is not a good movie. This bear sucks. Like it has no weight or physics to it. It's just mm-hmm. floating around and running about, and I don't know. Oh no, she has to like do all these. Uh, I don't know what movie they're riffing on, but like her swimming down in the water. I'm like, bears catch salmon. Like well, that's not. Yeah, they're they in do. the water all the time. And then she swims down in, into like a little like beaver dam, I guess. And then the bears are smashed for that. And then the 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 uh, bear starts smashing its way through the branches. And so I was like. The- and I was just like, okay, um, you know what? If I don't want to watch this, I'll watch The Edge or something. I mean, The Edge is a pretty incredible. Uh, Backcountry, back Backcountry is good. Now that's a negative encounter, my friend. No, this oh, one, yeah, and, so... then, and then the CGI bear gets gutted, and then the then predators, you know, just drinking in the blood, pouring it all over him. And you can see his form in the blood. And you're like, it doesn't even look that good or impressive. It's just like, what? yeah. What that guy said, it's uh, or what that person said, it's invisible predator for the first hour, and then he he gets not he he's visible for the last half an hour of this movie, I'd say, yeah, with his uh, bone helmet, his primal mask, his, yes, his leather and bone mask. That's what someone I follow on Instagram was uh, the designer of that, and I was just like, oh, weird. Well, that sounds like the, that's what he was a that, comic guy. They already know what the, it's going to be a NECA, like a toy. That's what yeah. it's going to be. Like that's what all this felt like too. Um, mm-hmm. there's gonna be some sick toys that people are gonna really want. They're gonna want their uh, hot toys uh, sideshow collectible uh, mm-hmm. prey predator, and they'll call it yeah primal predator. And, That's uh, what they are calling it is primal yeah, predator. Don't you, so. Oh, don't you worry. They've got it all yeah. figured out. There's exclusive rights. It's all been th- like through 3D scanned in. They're gonna render it. Yeah, and people are gonna pay money for it and be like, man, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get rich one day when I sell this. I know. Okay, so I'll fill in the gaps for you because I, I do agree with you. So um, up front, this movie was filmed here. That's cool. This movie is filmed with uh, ent- entirely First Nations people. Actually, that's not true. With the majority of First Nations people. That's cool, too. And I, I do actually like this setting. I've seen a lot of people riffing on this now where it's like, it's like put Predator in feudal Japan. Put Hellraiser in like Victorian England, which I think is Hellraiser 3 uh, or something like that, right? Something like that. I don't know. Uh, and it's like put all these like monsters in different timers. It's like yeah, that's cool. I like the idea of this movie. I think that's really neat. Sure. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I think my my initial 
like takeaway was that this feels like a 1990s dark horse comics predator miniseries yeah like it would be a four issue thing like you'd have the like everything would just be like oh yeah this is exactly what would happen to the comics but at the end of the day it's like okay this is a predator comic and you're like mm-hmm. is that a good thing i i i think even the first predator movie i give it like three and a half stars yeah i've never like been in love with that movie i think it's like just fine but yeah. so i'm i'm not a, a predators man so watching this is kind of like yeah i like that it's called prey but but it's always it should always be called that because it's always about the prey the prey it's, it's not, not the a, predator. it's not about the predator but predators what it's called and i don't know i i know what you mean i know what you mean they don't so but I'm... it's like well we can call it predator three and it's like isn't this being clever calling it prey isn't it and then you double pack it with predator predator and prey yeah right i so i'm not a predators man either i do like predator one quite a bit one of the reasons is uh when andrea and i first started dating she only had like four or five dvds and one of them was Predator. So whenever I'd go over to her house, he's like, want to put something on? It's like, yeah, throw, put Predator on. You want, a, you want a Predator and chill? Yeah, Predator and chill. That's, I mean, that's, uh, it led to a happy and healthy marriage, Jared. Wow. So Predator. Wow. wow. Happy you, and healthy. You heard it here first, folks. Don't ask her that, though. Okay. Uh, I'll email her. How ha- happy or healthy it is. Uh, anyways, I'm not a Predator's man either, but I'm like, I do like Predator. I think it's cool. Um, so I think this is a really cool idea, but uh, there is there's a good bit going against this movie. So number one, the CGI stuff is like, I, it's I, I know some people are like, well, who cares? It's like, no, I don't care about bad CGI either. But uh, it is like um, cumbersome it's, because there's a lot it's, of it. It's nothing but CGI. No. Like, you know, other than like when the lady and her dog are on, which uh, that's a good dog and stuff like oh, that, yes. which is cool. But uh, every it'll be a scene of her talking to your dog and you're like, yeah, right on. And then the next scene is like a CGI snake eating it, a CGI rat. <sighs> oh, that by whole a sequence of look, look it's, it's the food chain. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, OK. And then uh, you see girl and her dog and you're like, oh, cool. And then it's CGI predator, invisible predator fighting CGI wolf. And you're like, oh, that's that sucks so much. I <laughs> I, I, I think I turned at the wolf yeah. bit where I was like, I'm done. Yeah. You're like, OK. And then and then the and bear then shows the up and then I message and you and then there's yeah. the bear action. Did you see the CGI uh, cougar? Uh, no. Or they call it a lion. It's uh, a, like a mountain no. lion. I think I missed that, but I, I think there's, and then there's all the dialogue. Essentially, I think that boiled down to, uh, as I think someone else mentioned, says, uh, it's like, but you're a girl. See, that was the thing. I, uh, I take this with the uh, gender equality, uh, because it's like, I don't know anything about Comanches, mm. uh, but I do know a little bit about our like first nations peoples here and they did have ours uh like well the ones who uh whose land we live on Jarrett, treaty acknowledgement treaty seven land Mm -hmm. uh i know a little bit about that and they did have like systems like hunter gatherer systems but it did it always seemed like it was it was never like one was superior to the other or anything like that like the way that the way that it's told to us at least it's kind of just like yeah these people just kind of coexisted and they were happy with their roles and it's like but it wasn't that defined you could kind of move between it and it was like yeah that's it that seems like it'd be 
the way it was. And then this one where she's like, you're a girl. You can't hunt, you idiot. And they're like pushing her over. You're just like, eh. Go, eh. go make healing pumice. Yeah. So make some salves. Yeah, go so, get that so, yellow so, flower. So you can go get wounded and then like, oh, patch it up. Yeah, and that's what they said. They were like, go get the medicine. Go get the robotess. Woman. You're like, all right. It's the same problem I had with uh, Star Trek Continues, that one episode, where it was like all the gender stuff. And it's like, but Star Trek has ev- has evolved past this, in my mind, at least. So anyways, uh, I thought that was kind of silly. Um, and then uh, so the CGI stuff is kind of goofy. And then one of the goofiest things, uh, before I get to that, though, because it's, it's kind of nerdy stuff, um, the Predator fighting the Frenchman is pretty cool. Uh, and I, I don't mind this design of the Predator. Predator, It's like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And I, I like his clicks. It's like, yeah, that's that's neat. That's cool. One thing that's really dumb, though, is um, Predator doesn't know how to use his own weapons. So you know how he's got the three laser, like, tracer on his helmet? You might not have gotten there yet, but no. he still has that. Uh, so there's a point where his helmet gets knocked off. And he's got his little like he's got like a little dart gun on his arm where he like aims his arm and like a dart shoots out. And like uh, one of the one of like uh, the guys is on the horse, like running around, like tomahawking him and stuff. And like predators like trying to shoot him with his arm gun. But like the darts go out and then before it hits the guy, it like takes like a turn and it goes to wherever the uh, like the laser on his helmet is aiming. And I was just like. I was like, does he not know how his own equipment works? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, cause he's doing it, but it's, it's clearly not working. I was like, that's really weird. I was like, it's a weird thing to include in here. And then here's a spoiler, Jared. The way that the predator dies is he gets walked into the, the quicksand tar pit or whatever it is. she, She has, yeah. So she walks him out into it, but she has his mask set up over on the side and he goes to shoot the dart at her, but he's in the exact place where she set up his little mask so that the, the red tracking beam is actually pointed to his head and then it hits him. And I was just like, I was like, I don't get it. I was like, does predator not know how his own equipment works? And what? it's like, how did she set it up so perfectly? How, how, how Jared, how anyways, I don't know. Pray it's got, um, I think it's got, Really cool ideas. Uh, oh, there was another thing I didn't like. Uh, she's like obsessed. Uh, the French guy shows her how to use a gun, and she's like obsessed with like figuring out how to use it because it seems like advanced technology, but it doesn't like. That's new technology. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, I feel like that doesn't fit with her character. She was doing her like scorpion tomahawk stuff for so long, like bringing it back i was like i feel like this lady wouldn't care about like a gun she would just try to do her thing i don't know maybe but you know i mean maybe she was scared anyways uh it's got a lot of cool stuff but there's some stuff in there i was like hmm weird you know about weird jared i've heard about it yeah so uh I don't know. Is there anything that I didn't cover that you want me to? So what happens basically is he meets the Frenchman, he fights them and then it's girl, girlfriend and her brother. And, uh, it's like them versus predator pretty much. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, the tracking beam, which I thought was strange, strange. Anyways, that's prey. That's prey. Hey, uh, Mm -hmm. you started watching Sandman at all? No, not yet. We uh, we probably will after we watch 
the the show we're watching now. Okay. And I actually I found out something uh, that you've mentioned a few times. Apparently, they did test Sandman with all black eyes. Okay. And they said it didn't work. Okay. They were just like they're like it just looked it looked bad. It it, it wasn't the right fit. Let me tell you, Netflix wouldn't let anything be on their screen if it looked bad. If it looked bad, I saw I saw a thing too where it was like it was like why Neil Gaiman has finally allowed someone to make Sandman a TV show, oh, and I was wow. like, it's like no, dude's that, been trying to make this for that, twenty years. Yeah, that's not how that works. It was like it, it's been canceled fucking fifteen times in the last ten years the, with Neil Gaiman involved every single time, every step of the way. Yeah, and always saying, this one's different. This is the one that's going to work. This is the one that's going to work. And then canceled. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we will watch it eventually. Yeah. But when it, when will that be? I don't know. Wasn't, because uh, I'm not even sure who's involved with this process of this show coming up. But remember when Joseph Gordon-Levitt was, like, all over the Sandman thing? He had the rights. Yeah. Like, not well, him personally. He, he got the like, rights, yeah, because he was getting the because it was Warner Brothers. I mean, Warner Brothers yeah. has Sandman. And, yeah, and so Warner Brothers was like uh, they picked him as producer, director, star, and he was gonna do it for uh, it was like two years in development, and then it just it just got canceled. And before him, it was HBO had the right or like had the uh, uh, were the people who were gonna make it, and before HBO it was like Showcase or something. Like it's jumped around like six. So, well, that so the the Joseph Gordon-Levitt version uh, fell apart in 2016. Yeah, so that's a it's a good bit ago. Yeah. Hey, how much is a Sandman number one? Near uh, mint. Ten bucks. Near mint. Get ten bucks for it. You give me eight. Well, and we'll call it even. Probably it might be as high as it's going to get, but or or it's going to be the it's the next Walking Dead. So uh, I don't have any graded comics, but can you grade it for me for free? Yeah, I'll, I'll slab it for you. I'll just yeah. I'll, Can you I'll, air I'll, compress I'll, it or I'll, whatever? I'll, I'll heat up some plastic and just pour all over it. There's some yeah. some hot resin just over top, and go and I'll write it on marker. This is a nine point two. Well, uh, when I bought it, the sticker on it says NM. You know what that stands for? Near mint, not yeah. mint though. Near, near. Well, someone's trying to sell a. Oh, that's like one through seventy five. <clears throat> With many CGC 9.8s for $6,000. <laughs> That's it, hey? 1 through 75, though. It's the whole run. Oh, I just... Some some people might not want the whole run, but some people just might want the only only the one. Well, someone wants... Uh, so, a first appearance... High grade, but it's ungraded. Mm. Uh, first appearance of Morpheus. So, this is the way it reads. Okay. So the comics don't worth as much as people would like to imagine it is. Sandman number one. First app, Morpheus, 1989 Gaiman, Netflix, high grade, very fine year mint, two NM, $127, starting bid, 37 bucks shipping from the UK. Hmm. How about that? How do you like them apples? Slap mine on there too. Just throw it up there for me. And there's some some scumbags trying to like sell dollar comics. For dollar comics these are like freebies for like 15 bucks what a piece of shit yeah. this guy absolute piece of shit so dumb <sighs> hey we got 19 minutes before we got to wrap this up oh no we're almost there we're almost there 
I uh, I started watching The Boys, but I won't talk about that right now. Just so you know, I've started watching The Boys. Okay. $285 U.S. a copy sold for two days ago. 285 Yeah, 285 US. So rookie numbers. We got up those numbers. Yeah. Well, this is the I'm window. Gonna, I'm going to list mine for 8000 Apparently, it's the hottest show they've ever had on Netflix for this week. Ever? For this week. Oh, just for this week. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's hot. It's Have take... you started watching? No. Watch one episode. I, I'd be interested. To hear me just say, ugh. You go, ugh. I, I really, it's, it's interesting, though, is like some people come by the store, and they uh, they talk about it, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, there's like the episode, it's like in the diner. And I went, oh, yeah, that's issue seven. Or, mm-hmm. or issue eight, maybe. And it's like, yeah, I read that, you know. 20 years mm-hmm. ago. I read that 20 years ago. Yep. Yep. I mean, I I know exactly what you mean, man. man. I've read I've read all those comic books. I I I have my trade paperbacks. I uh I have trade paperbacks, yeah. Except I lent number 1 to somebody and they never gave it back. So I have 2 through 10 or something. Mm-hmm. Um So that's not good. You got any of those boys comics at uh, at the store? I've got Omnibuy. Um, how much? I don't know. They're like 30 bucks a piece kind of thing. But they're like big, thick trades. You, uh, I'm a big, thick trade. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You yeah. cut that You cut that price in half and then, and then maybe, sold, I'll, they're, maybe yeah, I'll consider well, it. Well, they're sold out right now because everybody wants that volume one because they're all they're, – everyone decided to jump on the boys' train. But guess what? Guess who's got the original issues all the way all right. up? You were, you were insurance – I got them all. My, those were those. Insurance were fine. didn't get those. No, th- those were fine. I only like lost like two boxes out of like fifty six or something like that. Out of the boxes you lost, they were all the ones I, I half generously them. gave you. I oh, I bought them. Well, you didn't buy them. Yeah, the store bought them. Yeah, then I bought them from the store. Yeah, at a discount when they were cheap. Unbelievable. At, at the time they were cheap, and then they yeah. went up, and then they were destroyed and. Now it'll cost thousands to replace them. And it's like, I'll buy the trades. Yeah. They, they lived a full life. Yeah. Well, you don't want to give it to, back to the tax man. No. That, ru- ru- that nice Russell Dodderman art. Who's Russell Dodderman? The artist on Thor for that Jason oh. and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? And it turned into like the lowest rated uh, Thor movie. Mm. That Love and yeah. Thunder. Turned into... Hey, remember when I met Garth Ennis? I asked him your question, do you remember? You were like, ask him this question. I've never met Garth Ennis, so I'm sad. No, I, I have. I never met him. And I said, I'm going to meet Garth Ennis tomorrow. He's signing a, the comic thing. What do you want me to ask him? And you are like, ask him what his favorite war movie is. Hey, how, much, how much do you think Preachers are worth for that canceled show? Mm, I, I did get him to sign a couple of random issues of Preacher. Yeah. Nothing big. I think I, I just bought a couple and it was like Preacher 12, Preacher 25, <laughs> mm-hmm. Preacher 32 or yeah. something. They're yeah. signed. How much would you pay for them? Nothing. But they're signed, Jared. Uh, Jared, they're signed. They're signed. How much would you pay for an Eric Larson signed uh, Spider-Man Venom comic? Ooh, which one? I have those two. Uh, like 844 um, and 8, or 344 the, and 345? Yeah, the ones where he's uh, with a big like you talking about brains that you didn't think he uh, ate. 
I yeah, well, because you and me were talking about comics the other day, I had to look at what I had, and then I I pulled these out. I just sent it to you on Messenger. I was like, oh shit, I have those, and I was like, oh yeah, I got those signed by uh, E. Larson. E. Larson, the Savage Dragon himself. <laughs> the Savage Dragon. Yeah. Let's see here. What you see this? Here? Oh yeah, yeah. Those issues are actually worth something, but they're not. Are they? Good. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, what about? I'm gonna send you another one. Three forty-seven and. I'm going to send you another comic I own. And can you tell me, what is what is this worth? Oh, no. Is, I, I, is Joker's daughter involved? Oh, oh I, that, I, I might wish. Be, that actually probably... Is, what sort of shape are we talking about? This is, it's in, it's folks, in good shape. This is, this is live. Live. In, uh, this is this is how I do it at the store. People come in looking for expert uh, advice. Amazing Spider-Man. Just for people at home who who don't know what they're hearing. No, it's worth quite a bit more than you paid for it. I'm going to tell you that much. I know exactly what I paid for it, and I can tell you. Okay. I paid uh, $95 for it, I believe. Canadian, eh? Canadian. Yeah, it's worth a bit more than that now, but not like a ton more than that. But there is... No. Let's see. That's actually less than I would have expected. It's not the investment it's, I thought it was. Well, I mean, okay. I mean, it is because I mean, so someone paid uh, for a un doesn't remark on the condition of it. Eh, okay, it depends on who's what day of the week you're pay, pay, paying for it. But uh, I'm seeing between 135 US mm-hmm. to 400 US. Well, I mean, let me just wait two years until that Avengers Secret Wars comes out. And then and then I post that bad boy. I'm gonna send you one more. I have others, but this is the last one. <laughs> this, is, this is. I thought we were supposed to be done in like. Oh, we're eight we're done. Minutes. We're still done in th- thirteen minutes. Okay. This is the big one. This is the one that's worth potentially millions. Oh no! Not potentially the, millions. Oh, no. Is it a first appearance of somebody? Nope. Shit. This is the big one, Jared. The big Kahuna. Oh God. You know. <laughs> Was that worth about ten bucks? Uh, it might be worth more now because all the oh. prices on this crap have uh, gone silly. This is the death of Superman, sealed in the in the sealed. black. That, that actually damages the comic because of the plastic being sealed. Yes, oh it, it actually wrecks the comic inside. Well, don't tell anyone that. Sealed Just rate it. Uh, you know what that's going for? Sealed in big. Yeah. How much? Twelve bucks. Oh my god. So should I open it up and take it out of the plastic? And you're suppo- supposedly it's better for the comic book inside. Oh my god! You might want to you might want to pinprick it. I'll pinprick you, buddy. <laughs> you want to hear about Criterion <laughs> films coming out in November? Yeah, I guess. I gotta say, some of these covers that they're coming up with are. Uh, I saw one of those today, and I went. It's mm. like someone's like someone dialed in, and mm-hmm. it's the, and I'm not sure if it's the one we're talking about the same one here, but okay. So we got ourselves five announcements, uh, one of which is just a film that's already in the collection, I guess. It 100% actually is, because we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. But we've actually, in fact, talked about a, few, a couple of these films. Uh, we got Daisies, mm-hmm. some of that uh, Czechoslovakian cinema you've been hearing so much about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried watching this on the channel, and I turned it off. Because it, it was too good? It was not my speed. So cool. Oh, okay. I'm very happy about that. We got ourselves, I'm just going to assume, a 4K release of In the Mood for Love. 
I, for, I for thought the, they did the, that already. For the Franks. Well, this is by itself, though. It's not the box set. Oh, not the box set. Yeah, yeah for the Franks. For the Franks. Um, Power of the Dog, RJ, from Jane Incredible. Campion. Incredible. What and and Netflix? What timing? Incredible. Yeah, Netflix. One, one day I'll with my favorite actor Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Wow. Khan. Wow. That's him. That's him. And he is Khan. We get the Infernal Affairs trilogy. That's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's the. I mean, hey, you ever seen The Departed? Uh, no. Oh. Was that an indie pick? Yeah, it's pretty. It's an Andy pick. Oh, yeah. I think she likes that movie. And we get Malcolm X. Uh, Spike, which one? Spike Lee. What about Malcolm Y? <laughs> wow. You, you, your grandpa help you with that one? Your, hey, when your I, racist grandpa? Hey, when I lived in the dorm, I had a Malcolm X poster on my wall. It said, "By any means necessary." And people will come in and they'd be like, "What's up with that?" And I'd be like, "I said solidarity, brother." Yes. And they go, "This." They go, "We don't think you can do that." And I went, "Sorry." This, yeah. This. Uh, <laughs> when I saw this cover pop up on the thing, I'm like, "What? That's the cover they're going with?" <laughs> uh, yeah. It was. Uh, there's a lot of thing, things they could have done. I would have preferred preferred a hand drawn, Denzel. I think that would have mm-hmm. popped. You know, like get Dan Close. I, to I do will it. say that since I looked at it this morning, it does look a little bit better on the site yeah. than it did like isolated. But this was so. This was also uh, designed by the art director for Criterion Collection. Mm. So, but what would you have said if Dan Klaus drew Malcolm X? Oh no, no. You don't want a Dan Klaus Malcolm X? I I really don't. Why not? No, no. No. Okay, what about... There's a lot of okay. choices out there. What about an Eric Larson, Dan Klaus? Whoa. Or Eric Larson, Malcolm X, sorry. I'm, I'm sure he has drawn Malcolm X at some point. There's been a lot of issues. Of uh, Savage Dragon? Yeah. Okay, let me see. Savage Dragon, Malcolm X. Let's see if we get any dings here. Malcolm X appeared in Savage Dragon. No. <laughs> There is Malcolm Dragon. It's yeah. almost the same yeah, thing, they, right? Yeah, it's his son. Yeah, Malcolm Dragon is the on, only child of the heroes Dragon and Rapture. He was born extremely premature, but due to his unique genetic heritage, he was born as, and that's uh, as far as the preview or uh, the preview okay. goes. That's so, all you need. Yeah, he was six two, also. Yeah. So, so we got that going for us. Cool. Cool. Yep. Uh, any other news? I, I we just got an email. We just got an email. Yeah. Who, who the fuck from? Uh, should I read it? Or, I don't know. Or, or do we do we make them wait for a week because they they came in so late on a Wednesday? It's up to you, man. It's up to you. We can you're, read it. You're the reader we'll, of the we'll, bags. We'll, we'll, this will be a fir- maybe a first. Uh, but but tell them before we say whoever this is, they should know if they're listening to this. Never again. This is like lost mail. Never the, again. The lost mail. Uh, from Keegan Day. Son of a bitch, you're this close. Never again. With an email entitled Gangster. Oh, God. Hey, Creepers. I was getting burritos the other day with my wife. Oh, no. Went through the drive through They were taking a little longer than usual. It was kind of strange. Then suddenly the window opens and the lady hands the bait to us and says, Here you go. Have a good one. But they had forgotten to charge us. I turn to my wife and with a little smirk on my face say, thanks, you too. 
but she cuts in with a little excuse you haven't charged us i don't know what came over me really or what made me go into gangster mode but the burritos were pretty good when's the last time you guys did a little trolling or let the shoulder demon win over the shoulder angel what's the most mischievous things you guys have done are the Criterion Creeps listeners listening to hardened criminals without realizing? I mean, when was the last time you've been in jail, Jared? <laughs> what was it? The old, the, old, the old classic, when was the last time you beat your wife, RJ? Who, me? Yeah. Uh, never. Court of law can tell you that with certainty. See, that's gone. Yeah, court of law can confirm that, Jared. Mm. Your confession is coerced, is what I want to say. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so look, look, you tell Keegan, me, Jer. Look, Keegan, we're not going to be admitting to crimes on the record here. We're not going to Alex Jones ourselves. Yeah, I mean, I would never, even as a character for a podcast, a character can't uh, character can't talk like that. You know what I mean? That's right. Care? Not really. No way. No way. Mm-hmm. Can't incriminate ourselves. Keegan but if I did, Krigo or Keegan, the wannabe burrito thief. Yeah, I mean, I think what I think what sad. I think his wife did the right thing. That's right. I think his wife did the right thing. I've been double charged sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> that's a different thing altogether. Yeah. I feel it's like a whole I, different kind I, of theft. I, I feel like uh, the 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 company has no qualms. No, 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 not co- not today no. at least. No. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I uh, I plead the uh, the fifth. Fifth Amendment. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Okay. Well, th- well, there you go, Keegan. You had nothing for your email, but... Um... Burrito thief. <laughs> A burrito thief. And and look, now we got five minutes left to talk about Sweetie. One? It's like 9.15 right away here. Yeah, I said 9.19. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got five whole minutes. That's more cool. than enough All right. time. Well, we better uh, get to it. So <laughs> after the break, yeah, we're we're we're, we're snogging under the car in the parking garage because we're quirky that way. Doing what? Quirky. Mm. <laughs>
Hunt. And we're back. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast. And tonight we're talking about Sweetie from 1989, directed mm. by Jane Campion. No wonderful tagline for this film, RJ. But we have no? a synopsis. Okay. An introspective young woman's life is upturned by the arrival of her maladjusted sister. Who? Maladjusted. What does that mean? I don't know not adjusted like she's doing okay no <laughs> it's the opposite of that she's oh not, okay she's do, she's not doing well no no <laughs> oh shit you, you know about sweetie uh i know about sweeties like hey. <clears throat> well this is sweetie not sweetums either oh okay just sweetie sweetie okay uh so this is a movie i was going into blind um mm-hmm. I haven't really watched much Jane Campion besides that uh, Angela at my table mm-hmm. uh, film that we watched with real-life New Zealander Oliver Granger some time ago. Mm-hmm. And you've seen Power of the Dog, right? Yeah, I, I guess that counts too. But like from this her yeah. early work, I've never seen like the, the other big one. Uh, was it uh, The Piano? The Piano? Yeah, I never, never saw that. You don't know The Piano? But I, <laughs> yeah, and there's such a... <laughs> gulf of time of her career because like this is like 1989 early on in her movie making mm-hmm. and angels at my table which i mm-hmm. vaguely remember at this point but maybe i'm thinking of henry and june for other reasons i don't know maybe i don't know and then yeah power of the dog a lot of people liked it that yeah. who, who even knew that it had a real life celebrity power couple who are we talking about? Kirsten Dunst and uh, not Philip Seymour Hoffman. They're in that movie? Yeah. I mean, I knew they were married. Just Blunt did Yeah. You didn't know that? Well, I think they got married. During the filming? I think I think it was in Fargo that they got married Is to each other. Is that where they actually got married? I, know they I think so. Okay. <clears throat> Something like that. Something like that. They met? No, they met while doing Fargo. Mm-hmm. And there's all these celebrity. There's now there's timelines on people about it, from co-stars to the proud parents of two. Here's everything to know about Kristen Dunst and Jess Blevins. Why? I don't know. Why? They they played a married couple and then they got married. It's like it's like wrestling. They were engaged in 2017, and uh, they had two kids. Two kids. And then oh, and it, it, wasn't, it wasn't until last month that they apparently actually got married. So mm. look at that. You're next, buddy. No, I'm good. Jesse Plemons is coming for you. No, 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 no. no. Some so, some call me the Jess Plemons of Creepsville, and I makes me sad. I don't. Want some to. call it, if we're gonna stick with uh, Breaking Bad characters, I think you're you're the Badger of Creepsville. Oh, Badger! Remember Badger? Yeah, I remember. I vaguely remember Badger. Yeah, you're the, you're the Badger. <laughs> the, that, voice, that, that voice. Yeah, you're you, you give off Badger vibes. Yeah, of uh, oafish. Well, no, an, an, an oaf. Just sexual vibes. 
Ooh, I didn't realize Badger gave off sexual vibes at all. I, I don't was, think you were watching the I show was, right. I was then. just in the gaming. I don't think you were watching the show correctly. I can't. I can't do that voice. The Badger voice? Mm-hmm. Uh, no one can do that. That's tough. Yeah, one, nobody one can do a, it. One of a kind ability, much like Sweetie, yeah. in its ability yeah. to make you care. Care how about everything? Oh, okay. So, anyways, uh, we're avoiding talking about this movie. So, anyway, so this is movies about a woman. Uh, she sure. Works a, she works a factory. Does she? She has a uniform. Okay. Um, she has coworkers, and they all they get very excited when one of them is uh, engaged. Apparently, yeah. but they're also real bullies. Yeah, I mean, this workplaces we've all been there. Yeah, it's like working in a comic shop or like a like a university mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, or at an yeah. undisclosed location. Or at an undisclosed location. Yeah, bullies are everywhere, man. Yeah. Yeah. Bullies are everywhere. Um, so this this woman, she got her tea leaves red. Sure, and, she did. And it said that she'd meet a man, and he'd have a question mark for a face, and she, she was like, "What?" And then of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy who's just been engaged with a coworker of hers, she looks at him, and sure enough, he's got that little like swirl that RJ sometimes has. What do you, what do you mean, like this? Yeah, the little this twi- one here, the little twizzle in the front of the hair, and it's kind of twisted. And there's like the a twizzler. There's like a little mole, which is like the little dot of the question mark. And I don't like, have moles, though. So I have well, impeccable skin. You're you're pretty moly. Well, mole in behavior, but not in skin yeah, quality. You're you're like a. Uh, Mexican, mole man, mole. <laughs> uh, I love mole. Mole See, is That's what I said. You're very mole. I, I love mole. It's yeah. good stuff. It's good stuff. So, uh, she makes her play. Sure. And uh, now, now she she starts banging this dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, it's like because it's a, a quirky film. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they hit it off uh, in a parking garage, and then people are they did coming what? banging. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, people come are coming along, so they go hide under the car, and then they continue making love under the car. Doing what? Is that, is that hot, RJ? I'm no. Sure. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't see that working very well um, mechanically. I mean, it's also dirty and stinky under cars. Yeah. Do you think depth could be achieved that way? Could you describe what you mean? Well, you know... When, when when the meeting of the hips kind of work together, RJ, your headphones not on all the way. You need. Oh, uh, I'm no, I was scratching my ear. I'm listening. It's like when when a penis enters a vagina. Okay. And it's like yet yeah, there's like that upshift. I was like I just don't know. I just, I don't feel like like you know going in. Would would it I'm... would it be able to like really work well if you're under a car? I'm not familiar with uh, what you mean. Could you describe uh, more about Penis, what you, what you pe- mean? Pe- penises? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm not familiar with that. Could you describe what you mean? I don't know. It's that, it's that thing, you know? Uh, it's like a sponge sometimes. Like a butt? Like a butt. That's, near, that's, down, that's down there, too. It's all oh, interconnected. Okay. Yep. Um, so this movie, uh, while having these sequences, um, mm-hmm. there's also these musical interludes. These musical cuts and decisions. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of this like chorus singing over top, like just haphazardly throughout the film. 
I feel like that has uh, is one of the a few things in this that I I think have not aged well. One of one of. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, uh, this 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 couple becomes a couple, and it, 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 there's a jump cut. Whatever, six months, and they're, they're now in a relationship. They're moving in together, uh, married, or something like that. Maybe even eighteen months later, uh, he's tr- he's planting trees. She doesn't like it. She has a dream. Well, he dug up the concrete. She she, she, she pulled out a he pulled out a, a laundry line post, mm-hmm. and then he then she dreams about destroying it. And then she but she wakes up in the middle of the night and does just that. She uproots this tree that he attempted to plant. So Jared, you know about metaphors, right? Uh, nope, not on this show. What about allegories? Nope. No, I don't. What hear, about, I don't hear um, anything about synonyms? It. What about tree roots? You want to talk about tree roots already? You want to go? Well, down, yeah. You want to go down that road with this okay. with this movie? Well, trees, tree, trees are powerful metaphors. I've read in the paper. Wow. Yeah, the the local newspaper has mentioned that to me on very, several. Very, very Keynesian. Very Stephen Keynesian. Mm. Well, that's just what they say. That's what they say. Uh, we then get inundated with some bad child acting. Uh, which one? Uh, the one that like. Is oh, I don't up. mind that kid. Oh, it's like, it's like very clearly someone being I don't directed what to do with the director on the other side of the camera, saying, "Beef, do this," and they're like, oh, "Yeah, he's like doing five. It. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, this is this is some real bad child acting." Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll let him know. I'll, I'll I'll call this kid. He's yeah. probably like forty now. Well, he probably is my age. Actually, well, he you is. should call him then. I should. I'll say, hey, you sucked. I should know. <laughs> I was like you once. I was also mer- a bad child actor, but I'm not in an actual movie. I knew better. I didn't have parents you know that put me up to it. You know what happens when uh, people go after child actors? Remember that kid who played Anakin Skywalker? Do you know what happened to him? Um, not very happy. No, he's not very happy. No, some Jake, bad stuff Jake, happened. Jake, Jake Lloyd. Yeah, some bad stuff, man. Yeah. So these uh, these grown adults are hiding from an annoying child, which I guess is supposed to be zany. Yeah, I mean, I thought the kid was one of the more. I mean, I mean, imagine if this kid started leaving e scooters on their yard. What would happen next? Oh, what a piece of shit. Yes. Yeah, the yard's never recovered. Yeah. It's never recovered. There's a dent. There's a dent in there. It's like. It's unbelievable. It'll be fine. Un- It'll be fine. It's not time. fine. It is fine. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'll, I'll do Bucko? I'll, I'll do something worse. What shit on the door handle? <laughs> That's right. He won't even be able to get into your fucking house because you'll I'll, be like, I'll you'll, move. Be afraid, you, you'll, you'll like have your little metal device and you won't. Be I'll able move. To, yeah. See, people, people on YouTube have no idea what we're talking about here. Yeah. When that's more reason to not. Listen on YouTube. You got to go listen to the real stuff. This Talking is, about this, shit this might, and door might, handles. I never even, not even be on YouTube. Uh, but this, mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, do whatever feels um, right. So we we get a some horse like porcelain horse like ornament show off. Little yeah, show and, little show and tell. And mm-hmm. then we get some hypnotism to deal with the unhappiness of their marriage because it's mm-hmm. not all it's cracked up to be. Uh, mm-hmm. What I just call art house editing montage by way of hypnotism. Sure. Would you describe this as art house trash? This? Yeah. Um, no. no. No, neither would I. No. I didn't take it as such. But no, that, that didn't come to mind. Um, and then there's some bit about uh, how the couple's scheduling sex. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Because this is supposed to be marriage. A, am this I right? is this is supposed to be a comedy, a dark comedy. This is and, a comedy? Yes. Yeah. 
like Sovocon to Perugia? Uh, yeah, kind of. This didn't have AIDS in it. Did, well, it had Australian penis in it. Uh, yeah, a very flaccid one. See, so you were saying that you're acting like I was off topic talking no, about, I, I, about I, I, death I, being achieved, and you're asking about and I was talking about penises. Was he circumcised? I don't recall. You can't. You don't know. I can't recall. You have to look at the screenshot. I don't. I. I didn't watch this movie, no. so. I'm, I'm going to go with yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so of course, like, so there's something amiss with their relationship, and they're afraid. It's just I don't know. It, there's nothing specifically they're saying about this, other than uh, the, the our, our protagonist doesn't seem mm-hmm. very happy with uh, her life situation. Um, she and, doesn't. And then. When they go back home, because they try to like schedule sex away from the house to just uh, you know spice things up, they come back home and they're like, "Oh, some someone's broken in, and it's a friend of mine." But it's in fact her sister, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, "Oh, she's a friend of mine." Su- and S- sweetie is and they likes to yeah. rock out with her tits out. RJ, she does what? Rock out with her tits out. You ever been Is that there? good? I don't know. That's just the thing. That's what she's doing. Um, Sometimes the the vibe we get is here is that her her sister is not mentally very well, mentally unstable. Perhaps even one might describe her as maladjusted. Could you describe what that means? I don't know. Is that like disjunctive in some way? <laughs> like the editing? Yes. It's, like her no, brain is this, disjunctive. This, 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 hard to say. Hard to say. It's, oh, okay. To me, it's treated pretty. As in the service of the film, it's, it is. Yeah, because it seems like it's been untreated until bumps and crannies are run into in her life. But her parents enable because we get introduced to the parents, the uh, the old parents of these two, and I don't know this movie. <laughs> there's well, banging. Oh, there's late night banging. Uh, what about early morning? We, we would, uh, no, well, there could have been, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't that was left on the cutting room floor. Oh, there okay. Off is, panel. Yeah, off panel. There is the uh, so the couple, of course, are hearing the sounds of the sister having sex with this guy. I think his name is like I think his name is Bob or something like that. It's Bob. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, tells, tells you all you need to know. Wow. Uh, and of course, this apparently is turning on the uh, her husband. Yeah, he correction, crikey, crikey, you want to grope you? That's a that's a direct line. Of, he yeah. says, "I got an erection, yeah. crikey." Yes, uh, f- yeah. K-, K is the sister. She's the our protagonist, and it's Dawn who is sweetie. Yes, and yeah. Gord. Uh, no, the Gord Downey, F- Flo, and Gordon are the parents, and then there's oh, okay. and Lewis is her husband. Yeah, Louis the husband or boyfriend or whatever. Like well, they're they're living in sin. They're living, all right. They're living. Um, there's some late night licking. Could you describe? Uh, when Louis is like real horned up and trying to like get get his uh, girlfriend into the mood, he's like licking her leg, and she's like, "What are you doing? It feels like a slug." And it's like, <laughs> you, you ever slug it up? No. No? No. How about you, RJ? How do you feel about that? Oh, I hate slugs. Yeah. So, yeah, put eggshells in the garden because um, people think the eggshells are for the fertilizer. They kind of are, but uh, it's it's for slugs. 
the slugs climb over the eggshells and it cuts them and they die. Because I hate bugs. And slugs. And slugs? Bugs and slugs. Bugs and slugs. That's, that's the name of my band. That's the that's the that is that's your lit, band name. That's my band name, and the first album was called Fuck 'Em. How Bugs dare you? How, how dare you? Fuck 'em. Well, I knew I heard it from somewhere, I guess. But yeah, uh, yeah. fuck 'em. Bugs, Bugs and slugs. Bugs and slugs. What kind of music did you play, well, ska? Uh, yeah. Ska music. Okay. <laughs> cool. A lot of checker. A lot of checker. Like chubby checker. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Chubby Checker? Yeah, remember I do. when he came up? Yeah, I do. It was good times. Yeah, I remember Chubby Checker. <laughs> it's good times. Yeah. That's yeah. Pretty good. Pretty mm. good. We gotta go. Yeah. RG, you need to go buy more toilets. Well, actually, the or... stairs is still giving us a hard time. Oh, there you go. Or you could watch more Jane Campion films. I'd probably go with the toilet. <clears throat> so, yeah, this is all having a, a weird hornying effect. Uh yes, yes yeah. it is. Yeah, and then because yeah, Sweetie also tries like he's like full on full on tries to make out with Lewis on at the beach. Uh yeah, and he goes no, yeah. come on, come on. He said no, come on. And then the ladies at back at the off the factory because they they both work there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're kind of making fun, they're bullying, making fun of uh, uh, Kay. Mm-hmm. Because there's like, oh well, you know what she did. What did she do, Jared? She, she she broke up a relationship so they could be together. And uh, did she? Well, yeah, I can remember he was getting married, or in a, and then she, that fell apart because now they're in a relationship. Damn. And this guy's just uh, looking for an opportunity, I guess, to have some some sex, and it's just not happening. Because I, I believe at one point they described it as it's like I'm, it's like you're my brother. That's which is not the best place to be in a relationship, I guess. It's not. No, uh, s- siblings. Oh, unless you watch those kind of films. Well, there. I mean, the Criterion films. They, it comes up pretty frequently. It does. So I felt like that was they were trying to say that's like the right thing, but I guess like I never agreed with it. But I feel like John Criterion mm-hmm. is trying to make it a thing. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean. So the sisters are fighting. We get introduced to the parents that seem to enable this whole thing, this whole mm-hmm. nightmare escape with this, the, the situation of Sweetie, who just, a rem- I don't know, annoying trash sister, good to call her. Uh, yep. And uh, I wrote, this certainly seems Australian. Crikey. I think there's some talk about jackaroos. <laughs> we got a jackaroo in the dilly. Yep, uh, we get some late night line dancing outside. Uh, I found the dancing scene to be uh, David Lynch esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think that is where the one one would ask is like, is this art house trash? And it's like, no, this is like international cinema trash. Yes, where this yes, is this is. this was the 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 idiom of like a window of time from like nineteen eighty five through about. 1998 and like it, you watch like one of these things off of the foreign film shelf at blockbuster like a, I don't know, a cafe flesh or something like that uh sweetie mm-hmm. it all kind of have these asides and then it kind of transformed it's sort of like working out like any hint of sex as it moved into the 2000s and they just started turning to blueness and everything mm-hmm. became blue and devoid of sex and then when they do depict sex it's like really um not sexy 
they were just like, no, we don't want that anymore. But because at this period of time, it's depicted as kind of weird as opposed to cold and weird. Like, tell me more about that. Oh, uh, about, about sex? No. I don't think you want me to. I don't no, I, well, I wouldn't like you to, but okay. I, I, can, can you direct me to like a youth pastor okay, or I'll, something? I'll send you some YouTube videos how to, okay. how to avoid things like that. Yeah, okay. yeah, because I I'd like to how, just how to use your away. your metal door opener. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I wrote, "Who is this for?" Which is something I often write with a certain kind of film. And um, it's for Criterion mates. It's for Criterion mates. Uh, and then Sweetie's a pain in the ass, and then mm-hmm. Sweetie gets really out of hand and it goes into a fucking treehouse for like I don't know how long this goes on for. When I was skimming back uh, through this, fifteen minutes. Yeah, when I went skimming back through for notes, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like this movie's not very long. It's like mm-hmm. 19, what, like not even a hundred minutes. And how long but, does it feel though? Oh well, I mean, it's just more like I. What is this? I'm not. It's not funny. Um, mm-hmm. It's. I mean, the, I mean, again, I've been saying this a lot. It's like the cinematography is like good. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a well. It's a nice looking movie. I, I think the performances are all like what they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I. Sh- but there's just like I don't really like the story at the end of the day, and it's like this is tough to talk about. And uh, so yeah. Anyway, sister. Is won't be to- isn't is being told. Hey, stop jumping up and down in the treehouse. You're like fucking two hundred pounds, and you're going to go. F- like this is a built wow. for like built for children, and and wow. sure enough, it goes collapsing down comically, crushing everybody. Uh, the parents like kind of get hit with a little bit of debris. The one kid jumped to safety and was in the tree still, but. Not, not well, sweetie. the mom's like almost crushed, basically. Yeah, yes. too. and she, I think she's like bleeding from the head. Yeah, and then Sweetie's like, "Dad," and then just bleh, this blood comes pouring out of her mouth, and you're supposed to be like, and it is like pretty in, like intense uh, mm-hmm. to a degree, but you know where it's going. And then like there's some mouth to mouth resuscitation attempt, and just more like very strange looking blood coming out, some internal bleeding, and then she's just dead, and you're just like, okay. And then there's a funeral, and then it's like, oh, now here's like a here's some whimsy. Here's a, a young child as we remember her singing. She was a great girl. Well, loved her. Mm-hmm. Crikey, it's too bad she got dead. She got dead. She was a great pooch, that's for sure. <laughs> you remember yeah. that one? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So. Well, this movie is firmly in the whatever camp of sure, uh, sure. of movies that we watch on a regular basis, where you you need to be like really wanting to probably watch Gene Campion movies to mm-hmm. be like I'm really invested in this because watching this just as a random movie, um, you probably aren't going to. I don't think you're going to be like sold on it at mm-hmm. all. And I feel like there's hundreds of movies that do the same thing but are better. Mm-hmm. So, like this should be my thing once again, um, but there's something I find disingenuous about sure. the depiction of these characters. I don't, I don't buy that Jane Campion necessarily cares a lot, a lot about. This, this movie was than, dedicated to someone. Do you think she has a sister? It's possible. That... Maybe this is more relevant than this, but it doesn't. It feels off because of these affectations in the making. It doesn't feel very genuine because um, mm-hmm. we just watched clean shaven. 
recently. Yeah. And of course that dresses up though mental illness with a like weird <laughs> serial killer storyline because it was 1993, yeah. 94 and this is kind of in, indie cinema dealing with the same thing but not directly because people don't talk about it that's more realistic and i don't want that i don't want it to be realistic either and like or really uh movie of the week Mm -hmm. either but i don't know this is uh just from a content standpoint this isn't something i'm interested in content i mean what what this really needed more is more minifigs which kind uh death card Death card or death, death guard, guard? Guard. You know, like some, any bugbears in there? More, no, no, no bugbears. Still no mm-hmm. bugbears. Mortarian is in there. You know, Mortarian. when are you gonna do what I want to do? When are you gonna make some bugbears? Bug bugbears. When are you gonna do some like bugbears? Make some nice looking bugbears, RJ. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I don't really have too much to say other than uh, was not. Impre- I was not impressed with Campion's performance. This movie. I'm sure as it's uh, enjoyers, the movie's got like a 3.5 average on Letterboxd, so some people like it, but not this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't even know. Okay. I'll, I'll be curious where I wind up putting this on the, the ranked list. It feels like there's a lot on the bottom three quarters list mm-hmm. uh, for, this well, last, when the... for this set of uh, this like 301 through 400. It's Sometimes been, the bottom tough. takes over the top. Do you know what oh, I mean? Well, it has. And we go. This all sucks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is this this is another installment. And like usually, I should be the one defending this movie uh, against you, but I, I just feel like this isn't worth it. Mm, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. So RJ, what did you think of Sweetie? Sweetie, more like shitty. <laughs> He, he he went he went there, folks. I smoked him. I smoked him. Nah, this movie blows, dude. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, mean, I I don't have a I don't have a a hard hate on for this movie or anything like that. I I was same with you. I was like, whatever. Like, uh, um. Yeah. And I what a high price. John Criterion took your money. So I, whatever. Well, this is on the channel, so yeah. It's, uh, well, he it, did. It I mean, less. every fucking every fucking month, another fifteen dollars. Yeah, I, I do okay. a one-time payment a year, and it really hurts. Where, where, where do you where do you put this? Uh, oh, this uh, is uh, with fists in the pocket. Where, where do you put that? Because this mm. is same ballpark. See, I don't know, man. Because like, fists in the pocket was a movie that I was just like, I don't like this where sweetie i'm kind of like yeah i was like i don't like this but i it's like it's a movie that exists this this sweetie has a real um it's got a feel with, with me with like an elena and her men kind of thing where i'm just like it's like who the fuck is watching this i don't care kind of thing <laughs> so different so different. yeah i know they're different but uh i don't know in terms of fists in the pocket like i, I might put it above there but like it's not better. It's not better than like fist in the pocket. It's not better than anus amore. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's I think not that... better than any of those movies. Well, no, I, I, I think, uh, uh, well, see, uh, the reason uh, I said uh, it and, is and, and new, and uh, is definitely better than this. Wait, okay. without question. 
Well, so I have Solo Con to Perigia above Anus Amore, but like I I I actively disliked that. But it's like Sweetie, it's like I didn't like Sweetie, but it's like I don't know if I disliked it in the same way that I dislike Solo Con to Perigia. I don't know, man. I, I will figure out a place to put this, but here here's my rundown on Sweetie. Mm-hmm. Uh it's got some really nice shots. Yeah, it's. And I, yeah. I know that's what people want to hear about. It does credit where it's due. It's got it's got some really nice looking stuff. I like the way she frames stuff. I like that things are like out of frame sometimes, where it'll be like a mirror on a wall, and then it's like the lady's reflection in the yep. mirror, and that's like the fo- the focal point. That's that's great. That's S- some great stuff. Sally Bongers, Bongers. Sally Sally Bong Sally Bonner. Bongers. Bongers. <laughs> You you made that up. Nope. Sally Bongers. Bongers. That oh, is... Sally Bongers, right yeah. down near the Bobby. Like that kind of Sally Bongers. So it's and then so is the film's edited by uh, Veronica Jeanette, uh, who worked on a bunch of Jane Campion stuff, including Snowtown. Oh baby. Like the murders. Yeah. Thing? Did Jane Campion do that? No, but uh, oh, Veronica Jeanette uh, or Jeanette uh, did edit it. Okay. Uh, uh, Jane Campion wrote this with uh, a guy named Gerard Lee. Gerard Butler. Yep. Love him. Mm-hmm. Very talented. Yeah. Love that guy. Yep. Uh, yeah. No, it it looks really good. Okay. And... What, what, what do you think, though, when Katie Mitchell writes, when I saw the question mark on his forehead, I screamed and was ignited by cinematic fire and knew this was the movie for me. A stunning film. I thought that question mark thing was really, really goofy. It was silly. Yeah, it's really silly. Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's like it's like Harry Potter's Thunderbolt thing, but that's like that's a movie playing it. Harry Potter plays it like it completely straight. Okay. Whereas this, this is allegedly a comedy. Th- there's this thing about people who review this movie is they like to write this is the best cinematography ever. The rest of it was so painfully hit and miss. It honestly makes me sad. But I mean, have they not seen a Roger Deakins film? Roger Deakins. Don't lie. Deakins is pretty good. He's pretty good, but that's not. He's not the only cinematographer. No, he's not. But I mean, compared to Sweetie, where do you fit Roger Deakins? I, I think this movie looks great. It's just okay. The issue is not the other way, things the, the way the movie is yeah it's not it's not an issue of how the movie looks it's not an issue about the editing mm-hmm. um i a lot of it is uh musical choice which i'm going to say is a combination of the editor and the director mm-hmm. um kind of deciding those types of things and the movie opens up with this black text with these names uh just like very 90s vibes to this making of the movie these are some of these aesthetics just grind me like where i'm they like grind oh. your gears yeah they they just like well, like oh yeah this is that kind of thing but i i do i will say this kind of reminds me though of my i wasn't like i'm not a big like george washington fan either mm-hmm. and there's something about this particular style of uh it's independent film craft. So, so you can do a movie like this. I'm like, I don't really care for this. Like you got it. Like I, I got to like the story. I don't know about fucking getting fucked by your dog or something like that. Uh, this is yeah. the sister. And we barely even talked about the, I don't know, the, the titular character, 
sweetie who like i don't know oh, I, i'll I, tell you about it i'll tell oh, you about you can it. tell me all about it yeah go ahead sorry yeah no I'll, I'll tell you all about sweetie so like here here's the thing i i do think it, it looks really good i think this movie's trying to be a mental illness movie but it's kind of like exactly what you said we just watched clean shaven which was like that had some issues too but that seemed a little bit more honest in a lot of a lot of the things they were trying to do with it where this one like I think you know how I feel about certain characters. Uh, like when characters are just screaming and like making like barking noises and that's like their entire, that's just their character. I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to watch this. Oh, and like, oh, and it's like, I goddamn dark barking dog bit. Oh. Well, for so long. And so here's the thing. It's like, I, I know some people are like, well, that's mental illness. It's like, <sighs> yeah, I know. I get it. I know people have problems. Uh, but uh, this character, it doesn't even come off like that. They're just like, yeah, sweetie, sweetie, just she just she's just kind of stubborn. She just does what she wants to do. And you're just like, fuck this lady. She's a real piece of shit uh, because she's like <laughs> I know people won't. I know and people will get mad at me for saying that. But like, whatever. She sucks. Sweetie sucks. So like she shows up and uh, Kay is just like dealing with her own stuff. She pulled that tree out. She's having maybe commitment things with this man intimacy intimacy things with this man Mm -hmm. uh and then sweetie is there and she's just banging this dude bob and uh kind of wrecking stuff a lot she's so alive she's so alive but like too alive and then Kay goes to work and she feels guilty about her tree so she's watering like plants across the street and she doesn't really fit in at her job all the people there bully her and they also like her husband. She goes to appointments and like other ladies are just like hitting on her husband or like her boyfriend. Yeah. And then at home, he's, he's an unattainable stud. He's an unattainable stud, just like me and Jarrett. Uh, so uh, they're like, like Kay doesn't get anything there. And then when she comes home, she's dealing with sweetie and she doesn't want to have to be a caregiver. And then sweetie will pout and do things where it's like, Hey, she's like shitting on the floor. And it's like, Hey, don't shit on the floor. And she's like, all right, I'll show you. And then she like goes and eats all of like all of Kay's possessions. And you're just like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, then you go to her parents and her mom is just like, we need to take a, we need to take a break bill or whatever. And he's, he's just pouting too, because he also has like, he's the one who has been babying sweetie. So it's, yeah. uh, so mom leaves and uh, she makes a bunch of meals and dad's just like, fuck this, crikey. Uh, that's an Australian accent entirely. Sounds exactly so he go- like Oliver. Yep, crikey. Uh, and then he goes to li- uh, live with the daughters too. So Kay is taking in her mentally uh, like unwell sister and her dad who is unstable. Um and then uh, he he just kind of supports Sweetie. He's like he's like you're the best, Sweetie. Mm-hmm. You're doing great. Yeah. You're my Sweetie. Which babe? That's it's not that easy. But it's like, what is the direction of this film? Like, what is the the idea? Like, you what's the point? It's the parents. I mean, the, she, like, yeah. Like this is the sort of thing you're like, is the idea that the father enabled this? And then no, she, and she never... he doesn't. Like he's nice to her, but like he he does things that like are against her too. Like when uh, she's like she's like I'm going to on the car trip with you, and they're like No, you can't. And she's like I'm never leaving the car again. And you're just like Oh my god, 
because she she's have, just have, a baby. RJ, have she's you ever a baby. Have, have you ever known a sweetie? Uh, not to that degree, but there's been people I actively dislike for sure, <laughs> much like sweetie. Uh, so like, and in that situ- in that what setting, what would you like the dad to see does... happen to them, RJ? Uh, things that I can't say on air. I see. You know, did uh, Alex Jones win his defend his defamation case? No. Okay, so this is a character I play for a podcast. <laughs> uh, sweetie. So, I mean, so the dad doesn't, he doesn't always enable it because in that situation, he does like trick her to stay uh, and then they take off on their own. So, like, he's not always there for her, but he does like pump her up a bit. They go see mom. She's living with a bunch of like, I don't know how you describe these cowboys. Like, uh, like they're not normal dudes, right? The cowboys? No. Like, there's something going on at this. Uh, well, I mean, have, how many cowboys place. can you say are normal dudes? I know at least one. Okay. Yeah. So, mom's hanging with cowboys. They all go and they do a dance. Uh, and then they go home. Uh, boyfriend finds the uh, the tree that she tore up. He gets mad. He leaves. Sweetie's being a, a right, right bag, uh, pouting. And then uh, they kind of, like, she's, like, running around. Mom and dad are back together. They find Sweetie in the tree. She's dirty, real dirty. And that's the time, like, Jared, if you saw her, you would you would want one of those brass or copper keys to kind of give her a poke because you wouldn't want to touch her, I guarantee it. She looks like she was in an Arby's. Give her a poke? Well, to see if she's alive. Oh, I see. Like a, a literal poke. Uh, but uh, she looked like she was just in a downtown Arby's doing something. Uh, she's jumping around. She check, falls. Check your uh, door handles, folks. Check your door handles is all I'm saying. Uh, she jumps around. She falls. She dies. Uh, mom's like, we shouldn't have been jumping around, you dumb git. I think is a word that the Australians use. Uh, and they bury her. And then the movie ends. And you go, cool. Yeah, so I, I didn't like Sweetie very much yeah, at all either. Just because Sweetie is so annoying. Um and it's like I said, I know I know it's supposed to be like some kind of mental illness thing, but uh, she sucks. <laughs> She's why well, hey, mental illness sucks. Yeah, mental illness does suck too. And it's just like everyone's trying to help her, and she's just like they're like, "Come on!" And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. Woof, woof. and you're just like, "All right, oh. well, you're going to the home, I guess." Oh boy, RJ's home. Not my house. I already gave Oliver your address, so yeah. do with that whatever you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> Apparently. No. <clears throat> yeah. He's coming. Yeah. Sweetie, sweetie picks. Not great. Nah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Cinema. It's, pre- it's pretty bad, Jared. You want to hear from people who hate or love this movie? I mean, I don't know. I mean, neither of us really like it. You could do one of them or sure. some loves. I well, don't know. We Whatever. got a Isla. I see. I see what you mean. And Eyeball. Isla. Ilya. Mm-hmm. Half a star. Half star because I can't give zero stars. It's fair. Hey, they just five starred Marcel the Marcel the Shell. Hey, and another half star they gave was for the love of the game, the baseball movie. Mm. It's a weird one. 
They just gave Predators four stars. Ooh. Predators is not a four star film, <laughs> guys. In case anyone was wondering. Let's see. Uh, J. Matthew Lucas, half a star. I really hate this brand of Australian New Zealand indie mumblecore awkward comedy. And it's even worse here combined with a comedy drama about how this family reacts to this member with mental health issues. I should find this relatable, but instead I find this infuriating and absolutely insufferable. I mean... This is fine. This brand. I do wonder if uh, uh, Bad Boy Bubby uh, would feel more like this now after all these years. But I mean, you could watch Bad Boy Bubby and you could tell me about it. No, we could watch it together. I'm not going to, but you could watch it. So here's a little bit about J. Matthew Lucas. App State graduate, writer, reviewer, photographer, GIF master. Sports fan, autistic, gender fluid, he his. Favorite films include Jaws and The Empire Strikes Back. Okay. And Jarrett uh, just sent me something. I'm going to refrain from repeating on air. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but uh, they also five starred films like Hamilton. That comes up a lot. <laughs> Hamilton. People sure like Hamilton. They, they apparently do. People sure like Hamilton. <laughs> they sure lo- they kids love it. I uh, scroll down a little bit to Denise Gunnell, half a star. Denis Venu. Uh, Denis Venu. There's okay. a great deal of lazy use of voiceover, dumb dialogue, <laughs> weird montage scenes, and weird erotic imagery. The film's amateurish and not realistic at all. The song choices are awkward and unsuited. The emotions or ideas are not thoroughly executed. The acting is wooden, too. Overall, I wasn't interested in the story or the characters at all. Correct. I mean, correct. if you want... Correct. The only way you can get this guy interested, or a gal, is by showing them The Matrix. Uh, well, Their favorite film. One person commented on the review. Yup. <laughs> I mean, this person likes some good stuff, but they five-star stuff like... Call Me By Your Name and all the regular things. Half-star films include Dune, David Lynch's Dune, Jerry. It's not a half-star film. Port of Shadows? Ooh, that's a pretty good show. Remember Port of Shadows, Jerry? Miami Vice? You ever seen Miami Vice? I have. They gave it a half a star. <sighs> Miami Vice, Jerry. The Michael Mann prestige film. Miami Vice. Mm-mm-mm. Should we do some loves or do you got more hates? I don't know. I guess so. We don't have to do a love. I could read you some loves. You, yeah, you read me some loves and then I'll, and then I'll read to you what they think. Okay. I, I didn't, I don't do any pre stuff here. Uh, let's go with, I I got one for you, Jared. I got one for you. You ready for this? Almost. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Let's go. Let's go with Jackson. Five stars. Oh. I, I didn't read the review. I just looked like a long review. Oh, no. I see, I see someone's name. It's not the actual Jackson. If you see someone's name, I should read you. Tell me. Jackson, this almost feels like one of those quirky indie flicks from the 90s or the early 2000s. But it's really Jane Campion's own thing. At times, 
I quietly, funly, uh, quietly funny portrayal of a dysfunctional family and other things, and uh, and other times, a sad reminder of how we can marginalize those with mental illness, even the ones we love, whether we do it knowingly or not. I watch this as part of my Criterion Challenge. Uh, watch one of Agnes Varda's closet picks. Oh, Ag- Agnes Varda loves it. She picked I'm it sure from, she from does. the Criterion Closet. I'm sure she does. Uh, do you think we'll ever be in the Criterion Closet? Do you think we'll be in? We'll be in a closet mm-hmm. for sure. So uh, uh, Jackson loves to watch esteemed art films, utter trash, and everything in between. Everything in between? No. Everything. They have a list of their Criterion Collection. 88 films uh mm-hmm. are they still keeping up apparently they they are and uh let's take a look at their films that they've made uh-huh. um such films as uh i didn't realize they made the batman they made the batman uh, maybe maybe like they made did you hear that batman controversy this week well, that there might not be a first one or a second one no, uh, some chud on the internet was like, actually, I came up with the plot of the Batman movie, and uh, Matt Reeves uh, was it plagiarized David, me. Was it, was it David Fincher? No, it was. I, he, he would have been the only one who would have had a right to do that, but uh, it was some dude who doesn't, he, he's just some guy. He's like, they plagiarized me. Okay, so uh, Jackson's half-star review uh, yeah. movies are Matrix Resurrections. Hey, remember that movie? I do, yeah. Remember when that came out? Uh, the yeah. Black Cauldron. That's a that's a new one. Yeah, that doesn't come up very often. Don't Run from 2019. Death Note okay. from 2017. Remember that one? I do, I do. Wow, remember cool. Adam Wingard? Yeah. You love that guy. I and, Yeah, one of my favorites. Leprechaun 4 in space. I mean, that's, it doesn't seem fair. Yeah, that's just, that's just a pick. It's petty. That is. You want one more, Jarrett? Well, is it Sam Twyford Moore's Sally Bongers? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, but I, I did like that one, too. It is. I'm gonna, it's, it's the highlight of the film. It is. It is. I, I didn't really read this, but it looks like there's a lot of thought put into it. Abby Hart. Directed oh. by Jane Campion. Damn right. I... I don't even know where to begin. The significance of the tree motif and its ties to family motif, dysfunction. Motif? Motif. Motif. Is incredible. This film is so thoughtful that it makes me want to hide away in a cottage for five years just to work on a movie and have it be this intricate. Everything about this movie is heartbreaking. The clay horses, all of the labeled meals the mom leaves for the dad, the tiny dead tree under the bed, and the separated beds. However, at the top of the pyramid, for the most heartbreaking, uh, where the moments were Kay and Don. Kay desperately wants a healthy and loving relationship between them. Don wants to be understood. I'm not going to read the rest. <laughs> I lost steam. You, yeah, you, you guessed. See? Uh, I make yeah. it look. I look. At, make it look so easy. I don't do any prep work. I don't you know? either. <laughs> I don't. I don't read this shit before. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sally Bongers. There from you go. Sam Twilight Moore. That says it all, folks. That says it all. Cool. Yeah. Well. Hey. Any finally forty-seven minutes. Any final thoughts yeah, on Sweetie? It's good. 
That's I know the movie's not good. Okay. Forty-seven minutes is good. Yeah. Um, yeah, sweeties. Not a good movie. No. I would describe it. Nope. It's not a good movie. No, it is not. So, uh, it looks okay, but Sweetie really sucks. Yeah. So, find the Jared in your life and watch Sweetie tonight. Living it up, up, up. Who? You know what's a good pick? Cropsy. <laughs> watch those crops. Instead of watching Sweetie, watch Cropsy tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After the break, we're going to annoyingly bark like dogs. Wow, wow, wow. a solution i think oh dear god uh well uh, okay i won't tell you never mind oh, <laughs> never mind oh, i won't god. finish that oh, sentence yeah, <laughs> no. uh you can email us at criteria increase at gmail.com and serve rj his subpoena i didn't say what we've, the solution we've, was we've got his facebook page we're on instagram we're on letterbox i'm jared duncan he's barnloaf mm-hmm. he is uh, Tumblr. Barnloaf is on there. He is. Tumblr. Uh, uh, Instagram and Twitter and Patreon. If you want to give us money? Remember that? Hey, we had a pretty wild episode last week. Remember hey, that one? That, that's probably the most popular episode. It's weird. It's almost like people want to listen to us talk about movies and not television shows. It's a lot wild. Fuck off. I'm not even kidding. Blow away difference. Fuck out of here. I, I, it might have even over, uh, outperformed any of our May movies specials. I'm like, yeah, that's that's where things lie, RJ. You want me to watch all the Predator movies? I'll fucking do it. Oh, yeah. I would do better than uh, any Star Trek. 
I'll do it if you do and it. And take a fraction of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. But I still want to watch. Yeah, I still want to be on Tumblr and uh, TumTube and uh, Tummy Stuff. Tummy, tummy Stuff. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, and uh, tummy stuff. YouTube, maybe. Are we on YouTube? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Hey, next week, we're talking about some grandpa cinema. Great grandpa cinema. We are? We're going to be talking a little bit about Carol Reed. Remember him? Remember that guy? Remember? Isn't Carol from the Carol Burnett show? No. <clears throat> and the, no, I don't. The Fallen Idol from 1948. Is that a monkey pick? A monkey pick? Like, it's got monkeys in it? Like monkey? Maggie? Like, does it have monkeys in it? Uh, it's got a child. I think I think the child might be endangered. Like, cause you're getting him, or? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, just, look at this tagline. The suspense is almost unbearable. Is it though? Oh man, I, I mean, I'm going to be talking about this later, but Felipe, the son of an ambassador in London, Felipe? idolizes Baines. His father's butler, a kind of hero in the eyes of a child, whose perception changes when he accidentally discovers the secret that Baines keeps. It witnesses the consequences that adults' lies can cause. Are we talking about, like, Bane Bane? It might be about Bane in. Oh, not like Bane? Like Bane. Bane. That's my favorite Batman villain. Bane. Not, not Bane? Bane. Well, who would write Bane? Chuck Dixon. Who'd... Bring him back. Chuck. Oh, okay. It's Not Eric be, Larson? It's gotta be Chuck. No. No? No. Get, get out of here. Eric Larson. I thought, you... Aunt. I thought you were a big fan. I have uh, a sizable collection of Savage Dragon comics. Describe sizable. It's like one through a hundred? It's more than any it's, one person. It's, it's a position, you know. I, I go to a sound position, you know. In my in wow. Some Savage Dragon comics. When the Savage Dragon movie comes out, you're gonna be laughing. Very well positioned because some of those probably have very low print runs. Probably not as low as the current ones, where literally no one's on top for it anymore. Except for you? Nope. I, I haven't bought one in a long time. But anyway, do you not care about supporting the art? Yeah. Anyways. Shut up. <laughs> Stop fucking talking. It's in this show. It's 919. Let's get out of here. Good night. <laughs>